Oh, wow. It is Sunday again already? Oh, this gets old, ladies and gentlemen. But buckle up and get ready for another off-the-rail hilarious episode from these Mississippi boys of I'm Just Saying 48 Podcast. Yes, sir, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, sir, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Mr. Freeman and the good people over there at yourvoodoo.com for that lovely intro. You know the voice, you know the name, and you definitely know the game. But we should say that for last, man. We got a real special one coming at y'all today. And I say that every week because it's true. It's fucking true. I mean, we're great at what we do. But we got some guests on here, man. I'm not going to hold them any further. At this time, this is when I bring in my players. Shit, yo, what's understood? Damn show don't got to be explained, man. It's your boss. Hey, yo, Papa Tulo one, King one, Dunn one, Whiskey one. Um, just trying to have a good old time. We got some great people up on the show, so I am 100% ready to have a great time. My boy, you want to hear my big horn? Is that what you want to hear? <laughs> I got Jay Marlin. Shut the fuck up now. Well, you already know, man. It's the man Jay Marlin in his mind, and I'm here to be the pettiest of them all for sure. So let's do it. <laughs> Man, look, man, we've been telling y'all for a longest, for the longest that, you know, it was finna go down. It's finally here. We got some legends in the building. I'm gonna let them bring that, you know, I'm gonna let oh, them do their thing. I'm gonna oh, let them man. do their thing and bring themselves in. But before oh, we man. do that, you know, I do go by Juice Shakur, a.k.a. the love doctor, to the ladies, you know, Doc Love. And, you know, I got one more player I gotta bring in before we bring them guys in. So without further ado, player. Let them know who you be. Hey, go ahead and rush that sip. That intro, you were doing a little fast. But uh, <laughs> you hear the voice. <laughs> you know I'm none other than Mr. Al Roca. Wow. Mr. Neha Peach himself. You ain't drunk that since 94. <laughs> Mr. Bag of Destruction. Big ant on it. And you know this. If you don't know what all these names are eagling up to, I am none other than Vaughn the Villain. We one player short man, Gorilla Pim, Gorilla Fat, hold it down, man. You know we're going to hold it down. <clears throat> but before we get into, you know, who we are, let our guests introduce, you know, themselves. We're going first, B. You and I are going first. What up, man? Hey, man, we, I appreciate y'all, man. Y'all using the legend term and the shit, man. I appreciate y'all, man. I go by the name of P. Me and my guy right here that y'all see, uh, Brandon, we go by the name of uh, the duo Social Junkie Podcast, man. Uh, glad to be here with these fellas, man. Y'all niggas already got a funny ass vibe. I already, I already know what this is going to turn into, but I go by the name of P. I'm going to let this dude introduce himself right here, man. <clears throat> I'm Brandon. I'm two of two of Social Junkie Podcast. We appreciate y'all having us and we hope to, you know, get it started. See what's up with this funny ass podcast. It's already funny, <laughs> like you said. <laughs> man, let's do this. Let's do this, man. But hold on, Juice. To our lovely viewers and listeners, man, they just let you know who they are, man. They are Social Junkies Podcast. Make sure you tap in, link in, and get on, man, if you ain't already there. But we, together, are the collective of, I'm just saying, 48. Brother Marley, yes, you know what to do. That's your cue, Stutter. 
Uh, <laughs> oh, hey, no. oh. Now, I just got a good old question for everybody. Um, I was just trying to get everybody intel upon this one. Do life imitate art or do art influence life? And I can let our guests go first, man. If they want to touch on that, if they want to touch on it at that uh, media time. I'm sitting here thinking, does life imitate art or does art imitate life? Uh, <laughs> I think art Im- imitates life. I would say. I think, yeah. art is a re- I think art is a reflection of life. That's what I would say. I don't know what you say, B. <clears throat> Y'all, y'all I, I starting probably, off deep. Y'all say. starting off deep as hell. Y'all already going. I'd probably say the same. <laughs> I'd say the same just because, you know, you, there would be no definition of art or without what you've gone through individually as a person. Even back in olden days, you're talking about cavemen and shit like that. They wouldn't know what it is if if you didn't go through experiences. And nobody would understand that. And nobody would understand or interpret have the interpretation of art if it wasn't for experiences. So. Yeah. I, th- I believe that life imitates art. Yeah, it's a art great question, but art. see, I, 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 I've, I asked this question because <laughs> when when I was growing up, I took like all of the music, right? All of the music we heard, it was more so of them talking about life, which was imitating the art, which created the music, which created everything. But now I see a lot of music these days to where I think a lot of people is capping, talking about what they're doing. And it's it's kind of creating a world where people trying to imitate the art now instead of people actually talking about their personal lives. They they is influenced by the art. People are influenced by what they is hearing, or what is on the music, or what is up on the posters, or like all of this shit. To where it's creating people to like trying to, um, trying to be influenced by the art. So, like, I'm I'm kind of um confused (laughs) to like where it's set, just because like I personally always thought life imitates art life creates the art and everything but like the past couple of years i personally think art is actually influencing the whole world and everything (laughs) so Mm -hmm. it's hard to like try to explain it see what what i kind of get god damn you mean me yourself I, I was getting a phone call. Can, can somebody hold on, hold on, time on, time. Can somebody please text Fat and tell him if he would bring his ass on the show, he wouldn't have to call me during the damn show. <laughs> um, um, anyway, um, what I was gonna say is, I kind of feel like technology plays a big part in what Juan was trying to explain because if you look at IG, I mean, if you look at people's pages, they're not gonna give you the nitty and gritty on you know the tough times they go through they only gonna post the good times so it's kind of like you know it's building this facade to the masses that hey man my life is popping man i got this going on everybody on instagram make their life seem like they're the most interesting motherfucker that's walking guys on the earth let's just be real so it's kind of like when you have that type of imagery out here nowadays, it gives people this perception that, okay, I need to do this or I need to be like this. And in actual, when in actuality, it's kind of like 
it's kind of like what you know Brandon was saying, like, okay, you got to go through through the experiences first in order to understand what it took for these people to get to that point. See what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel that. I feel I feel like a lot. <clears throat> I mean, not to get too much into it, but a lot of the cultures, like a lot of a lot of people that we'll see on like social media and all that kind of stuff. Listen to type. Okay, let, let's take for instance black culture. A mm. lot of people using audio or rapping or doing like just like say for instance like TikToks. A mm. lot of these people they're not practicing what they preach, and a lot of people they're not really about that type of life. But a lot of people like a different races, so to speak. Just, I mean, I'm not gonna put any type of race out there, but they'll use like certain. I guess type of music as far as like black culture and anything like that. There people perceive that they're about that type of life when they're not really about that, you know? Right. And it just seems like it's kind of like um the art, so to speak, is kind of like culture jacking. Yeah. Like culture vulture type shit. You, you get right. you get what I'm saying? Like it's kind of like culture vulture type stuff. Absolutely. Because yeah. to me, it's kind of like I, I kind of don't know how to feel. Not saying that it ain't gangsters in every, you know, race. But I'm just saying, I don't know how to feel when I be looking at Asian gangsters and they up here, nigga, this nigga, that, da, 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 da. <laughs> you know, I, not just, you know, I'm just throwing that example. But it's like, I never thought that I would see drill music being used by some of everybody. Like, I ain't gonna lie, some of the hardest uh, drill music I ever heard came from the UK. Yeah. And really? now let's be real here. UK ain't, ain't somewhere we would just automatically relate to violence right you know but i mean that genre can i call it a genre of music or just a wave i'm not sure what it is but i mean with that being in style and in pop you know season right now it's like well damn you know new york doing it chicago doing it la doing it shit we might as well you know try a hand at it and it's just like like you say it's it's so much um influence on it that is it just automatically just kind of it builds that fake facade like okay you're not about this but you see it's in so you feel like okay it's okay, okay for me to do it right that, that goes back man that goes definitely back to black culture because a lot of people <laughs> don't pay homage to that and a lot of people don't realize a lot of influence comes from black culture yeah, that's talking about looking, we talking about looking fly. We talking about art. We talking about Preach. a lot of shit. And I'm not even like I'm Indian, and I know I know, I know that <laughs> it's just a fact. Like it's a fact. Like people, how people dress, how people talk, how they want to act. Like that's facts. Um, 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 Brandon, uh, you've been had your black color. I've been watching your podcast. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, you. Yeah, come on now. That's funny. Um, yeah. when I was my whole take on it, like how I was looking at, it, I thought he was just talking about like he brought in the music aspect of it. I thought he was talking about like TV, like on like for far as like movies and shows, how everything, yeah, like, pull and take from the art, whatever. <clears throat> so I was gonna answer that way, saying that yeah, that um <clears throat> that art invitates life, but uh, with the rapping thing, I would say shit, ain't that is like especially. The thing is, like, we can tell by how how many cases are being used from these some of these niggas' music because they turn on themselves self snitching. So, so we can basically tell that, that these niggas are really living this shit because they dumbass is telling on themselves on their tracks. So. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That is true, bro. That is true. <laughs> is 
Well, I'm pretty much going to touch on the same thing Marlon was saying, but, uh, you know, I go back to Juan's example of music. Uh, I think I said this on the show episodes ago to a similar topic. I think uh, uh, I think B was just, Brandon was just saying that, you know, black culture, but precisely music, man, has, you know, its fingerprints all over the globe. Like, I can't speak for everybody, but I know, like, this example, the song Air Force Ones when it came out, you know, when Nelly dropped that song, I know that stock's right, just risen because, you know, oh, I got to get some Air Force Ones. You know, Versace, a clothing brand that was out in the late 80s and early 90s. But once the Migos, you know, came out with that song, their stocks went up. I think, you know, art can definitely influence life, good and bad. You know, I said it before, rap music is a big tastemaker <laughs> in our culture. Our slang, our clothes, you know. Just how we talk, you know what I'm saying? It, it can be a pro, it can definitely be a con. So I think it's a little bit of both just in in that uh, regard. But that's all I want to touch on because Marley literally uh, just brought the example I was going to bring up you know, with all these uh, Fed cases and uh, the DEA, FBI, whoever, you know, using these guys' lyrics against them. So, uh, yeah, I think it's a little bit of both. I don't think it's one-sided. I think it's both in a sense because, you know, we can go back to LL Cool J and those guys coming up imitating the drug dealers with the bins, the rope chains, going to Dapper Dan and stuff, you know, trying to dress like the drug <laughs> dealers because that's what they saw right. in their neighborhood. So it's a little bit of both. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, I remember when Nelly dropped that shit, the Air Force One shit, they jacked the prices of Air Force One. The same thing you said with Versace with Migos and all that. Bro. So that's definitely a good example because I literally remember that when Air Force Ones came out, how the price of Air Force One jacked up to like over oh, yeah. $100. I'm, I nope. remember that as a kid. <clears throat> I mean, you see it now, man. Uh, I remember you can go to any local Walmart. It wasn't nothing to see a starter jacket or some starter dad shoes, <laughs> yep. some damn work boots. Starters back now popping. It, it, they dare even see it in their merchandise in Walmart. They're going to raise a fit because it's just, you know, they're, they're feeding off that wave. You know what I'm saying? Something hot. Hey, let's capitalize off of it. So, All right. yeah. That's facts. But man, if anybody else got something to say on this topic, man, if not, we can go and pass to the man, the guys for their Q and A's. Oh yeah, I'm okay. ready for the, ready for the Q and A. Let's do it. Yeah, I got the flow, fellas. Whoever want to pop it off, I got it. Um, so yeah, on our last episode of Social Junkie Podcast, I think it was one fifty. Um, it was one fifty nine, the one we just did the other day. Um, we have a Q and A uh segment at the end of every single one of our uh, podcast episodes. If you want to um send us a question. Uh, just follow us on Instagram at Social Junkie Podcast. You'll see the link in our bio. It's a link tree. Click on that. Um, there's an anonymous Q&A messenger that you can send us uh, debate topics, anything that you guys want us to debate about on our show. Um, it, won't tell, it won't tell us your name, profile, anything like that. So just send a question over to us. Uh, the other day we got a question. Um, we don't know if it was from a male or a female because um, we used to have an email. Um, people send, a, uh, send us emails so we used to know that way. But now we don't know the genders anymore. So the question was, what is the difference between men and uh, women when it comes to heartbreak? And um, me and Brandon already kind of discussed this. We'll, we'll give our opinion again, but I, I definitely want you guys to start on that. Uh, one of you guys will want to take the floor first. Uh, what is the difference between men and women when it comes to heartbreak? <clears throat> uh, since I'm the love doctor, let me, let me, let me jump it off. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> me personally, just going off experiences, it's to get back because I feel like with a man, his ego and his pride, most times he won't admit that he's hurt. Maybe not to his boys, but you know, alone, you know, your ass listening to some Drake or some Brian McKnight, but, <laughs> you know, 
um i just feel like i just kind of feel like it's it's um it's the mentality of okay i'm heartbroken what do i do now i feel like to women they take it a little well not a little harder they take it way harder than us because it's like they already emotional and you know they already have this thing to where they was probably already five years ahead of you and thinking they probably was planning weddings and you know, kids and God knows, especially de- determining how long that relationship was. So with a man, to me, it's kind of like if she was loyal and if she was down and depending on how y'all broke up, they kind of going, you know, we'll we'll have our, you know, grieving moment, we'll, ah, grieving moment where we kind of like, ah, you know, it's kind of fucked up. Yeah, you know, I lost a bad one or I lost a good one, but it's kind of like- <laughs> but we oh. shake back we shake back a lot uh, in my opinion a lot quicker than women but I will say this I don't know if y'all agree I do feel like depending on how you break up with a woman and you know depending on your personality if you a guy that's a you know I don't want to use Vaughn as a, as the example because he pretty nasty but uh yeah I'm gonna put it this way I feel like to every man that, that became a dog, I feel like he didn't become a dog until that woman dogged him. Right. I agree and, with that. And, and bro, the crazy thing about it, I was just about to say that I personally think towards, all right, for me as a guy, I am a hopeless romantic, right? I love love and, you know, all of this shit, right? I but would. still... Um, (laughs) like just for a guy i personally think people just don't like just like take care of the emotional problem right then and there we is grown as man you you know you're prideful we gonna talk this shit for about the about two weeks you know fuck this bitch fuck this old then after a while it's kind of gonna hit your motherfucking ass you know what i mean wow you over there up in that goddamn bed by your goddamn self and it's cold up on that other side you know and you ain't got no titties to, to be trying to rub on or this or that you know what i mean so like i i personally think oh your bed is always warm but there's uh there's another time hey Hey, yo, Marlon, if, if I ask your motherfucking ass to speak, I didn't want to say it's slut. But anywho, um, I personally think, though, yeah, it, it, it takes a guy a while. And also that one heartbreak is the, uh, the, if I would say probably just like the golden goose. So, so a person get hurt one time, we ain't allowing that shit to never fucking happen. We're going to treat every chick just like a prostitute or a hoe or this or that because we're so, like, um, um, hurt about, like, trying to, uh, like, open yourself up to a chick and right. then get that heartbreak. Mm-hmm. We ain't going to never allow that shit to happen again. So, yeah. Yep. I'm about to piggyback, not to uh, jump in front of him, but I'm going to piggyback off one. Uh, talk to some guys at work. And not to go dark with this topic, I said, you know, Juice was saying that men, it's true, you know, men are very private creatures. We just are. I mean, that's our nature. I don't care who you are, how much you try to debunk it, I really believe that's truly our nature. We're, we're all prideful about something, especially men. Right. I, I put it to you in this term. A woman from a young age could be, you know, let down, beaten, lied to, God forbid, 
raped by a man and still put herself out there in an older age to want to be loved by a man, right? Right. Mm-hmm. A man at a young age can have his heart broken just maybe one too many times, just heartbreak, nothing too serious. It could just be just simple heartbreak, you no know, cheating, whatever. This nigga want to turn to Pimp C now. Damn, damn straight. It's, it's, it's that nature because like one was saying, you know, especially being a young black man, all I know how to do is be a black man. You know, we're taught, I don't say, well, yeah, we're taught and we're also kind of conditioned to kind of suppress emotions and leave a lot of ends. So as we get older and we find that significant other from the opposite sex and we can find and we, un, you know, untangle those generational curses and, you know, try to be emotional, trying to open up and if things go sour, it's like it, we just can't, we can't shake back. A lot of us, some, not all, a lot of us can't shake back because it's like, hey, you've given me that feeling that I wasn't able to express in my younger years. You know what I'm saying? I'm able to cry in front of you. You know, your woman, as you get older, will see and know a lot about you more than your own family will. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, just, that's just the honest truth. And a lot of us can't handle that shit. You know, a woman could be cheating on a thousand times. She's still somewhere in her mind has a gleamer of hope of being married. That's right. That's why I think that that example right there, I think that example right there is why men take heartbreak harder than women. Because just like how you said, a woman, it'll still be a hope and gleam that she'll get married one day. All we got to do is get heartbroken one fucking time. And we've been to be like you said, we've been to be pimp seat. We've been to we've been a hoe out in the streets. and shit. Most men, most men, not all men. And I feel like at the same time. Women. Women and men, oh my god, this, this conversation every time we talk about this conversation, it gives me into a million different thoughts. But it's like I, I just think that I think that men, I think that men, like you said, we're so prone to keeping our feelings in. And when we finally find somebody that we can um give it to, it's like we give it like when we find that one, we give it all. Most men, we give it all, bro. And I feel like most women, they have it so easy because when a woman gets out of a relationship. Every man wants a bad bitch. Like, if you fine, it, you good. Absolutely, fucking spit that game. Yes. If you yes. fine, you good. Like, my friend uses the analogy all the time. A woman could walk up the street with her shirt up, and everybody, oh, shit, look at them titties. A man can't, a man can't walk down the street butt-ass naked. Oh, you fucking pervert. Put some fucking clothes on. A woman Absolutely. can walk up the fucking, uh, down the street with her fucking skirt all the way up. She ain't gonna. She ain't getting arrested. There ain't nothing happening. Everybody gonna be like, it might be, it may be. She may get arrested, some shit like that. But it's not the same as a man going down the street with his fucking with his fucking dick swinging out. Cause women yeah, have something that thing. every woman have something that every man wants. They got a pussy. Every man in, in the world wants 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 pussy. That's why mm-hmm. that that's why they got it so much easier than men. And that's why it's like when they move on in the relationship, they got it easy because they got. They got a whole roster of draft picking niggas that they can go, that they can unpick to uh, to be in their next relationship. Men, we don't always have that. A man might have a roster of bitches, but like you said, two weeks go by, that shit gonna get old. You gonna be fucking them hoes, and that shit gonna get old. You gonna be like, damn, I miss old girl, bro. And let's be real here. This is something that always seems to happen. No vagina. Uh, um, it's one it's one of those things where it's like, don't it seem like more women are attracted to you when you're in a relationship than it is when you become single? It is. That's, That's fact. fact. That's fact. Like, I don't know what it is. I guess because it's like a chase to them. It's a thrill to steal you away from your companion. So I don't I know. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about like women. I feel like 
the relationship between women and other women is more complex than it'll be like a man. Like me and you, we can meet one time and we'll just chop it up. We'd be cool. But like females, they just don't want other females to be happy. And my <laughs> girl was telling me a story the other day. Like sometimes like certain waitresses, when they see a pretty, like a prettier female and all that kind of stuff, they don't want to serve them. They want to act like they got an attitude and all that kind of stuff. Like it's, it's just something as among uh, like women that they don't like to I don't know if they don't like to see other women happier than them or just they it's that jealousy aspect and then touching back on that relationship stuff like they they for sure I feel like once you once you go through all that heartbreak as a man like when we talk about this question on ours once you go through the heartbreak as a man it's hard to just snap back and I don't think it's ever like you don't really ever fully being in this relationship now, right? Uh-huh. Say you're in a relationship now when you're in your, your like whatever, what maybe late 20s or whatever, as opposed to when you were like younger and like let's say, let's say for instance, innocent. Like you was kind of naive to the point as a man, because there's it's right. a point in like all right. of us and it, and all was naive, right? Right. Absolutely. Right? There's a difference. You could never replicate that type of feeling with the women like coming into a relationship now because you know in the back of your head you have to be grounded to the point to protect yourself if something were to happen and it's like you could never really kind of replicate replicate that kind of feeling like feeling for somebody or like feeling toward a woman fully like to completely fall and i feel like women they can like they can fall over and over and over and they just got to pick up the pieces i feel like they could do it much easier than we can but I feel like once we get past that point, there's not you can give as much as you can, but there's only certain there's only there's a certain line to where like you as you get older that you, you don't really cross. I feel like me personally, I feel like. Because who wants to who wants to put put themselves out there to be vulnerable? Like, no, nah. I feel like in, in a way hurt. Right. Right. In a way, I kind of feel like it's kind of like our mother's faults because we start out as young men. Well, young boys and our first love is our mothers, you know, our grandmother, somebody of that nature. And, you know, we see how they treat us. They nice to us, you know, always, you know, trying to motivate us and, and you know, have us being gentlemen. I, I, I'm, I hate to say that because it's kind of like it's kind of like saying being a gentleman is kind of like being naive. But in a way, it is kind of because you notice as you get older. The bad, the bad ones tend to go for the ones that pay less attention to them or disrespect them, compared to the ones that actually say, you know, "Hey, how you doing?" You know, show respect, et cetera, et cetera. It's kind of like, "Oh, you corny? Oh, you lame?" Yeah, you they thirsty. don't want that. They don't want that. <laughs> yeah, we like was literally, we was literally <laughs> just talking about that, man. They don't. It's like. The complete opposite of what you do, like when you disrespect them and not, I'm not saying disrespect women. Now keep that in mind. I ain't saying that. Right. But right. when you Hope don't give them the attention, yeah. <laughs> when you don't give <laughs> them the that attention bitch, that that they still from like a sense, yeah. When you don't give them that attention that they don't, they don't automatically just have you know seek like they come, they come running. They just that's just how that's it true. is. And then when you act like a full true gentleman, just like you were saying that it's just not. It just always turns out bad because you could just you there's just a limit. You cannot be too nice. And no matter how many, and we've talked about this multiple multiple times, like no matter what any women will say, because they'll say 
they'll say like, no, I want they'll and I'm telling you, I guarantee you in the comments, they'll be like, nah, what y'all saying is wrong because I want a nice man. If a man ever did that to me and all that. Kind Ooh. Of, but the, Ooh. the difference is they get that every single day and they still don't act on it. So Facts. it's a lie. Facts. So it's a lie. Facts. Facts. So, a good guy will lose every fucking time, bro. Like that sweet, kind shit will never work out at all. And yeah. usually the women that we, you know, we kind of describing, these are the ones when they hit the wall, then all of a sudden now they want to go look for the guy that was yeah. going head over heels for. I don't want you now, bitch. You fell off. You like yeah. 40 pounds overweight. And then yes. you yes. got yes. want that. Guess when they want that? When it's time to yeah. pay bills, and when real life hits, and it's time to pay bills, and they got shit that they got to get paid. That's when they want to. That's when they want a real man. Shit, and they up on their third, their third child, third baby daddy, or whatever type right. shit like that. But just like, speaking nah, on those man. examples, I think Marley brought that up some episodes ago. I think he's saying your morals align with your age. When you're 16, your moral fiber is not the, the most sturdiest. When you're 21, your moral fiber is not the most sturdiest. Now, when you're 30, 32, and 35, not negating or excusing the actions of these example women, but it's mm -hmm. like, hey, I'm not I'm not a young spring chicken no more, you know. I'm the old hoe in the club, so Vine. and men, we can do it too, but Vine. women, I think, do it to a more higher extent than us. Vine. Yeah, then, yeah, because at the end of the day, you can't, you, the, you can't have your cake and eat it too, right? Yeah, no. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Vaughn, let me let me let you in on a secret. I'm I'm probably I don't know, you know, I'm in my early 30s. I don't know, I might be the oldest person on the panel. Old motherfucker, that's for damn shut, shut up, Juan. Shut your ass up. Anyway, uh <laughs> um I used to think like that. I thought the older they got, the more mature, you know, we become. That ain't always the case. Because I, I promise in, you <laughs> in recent one <laughs> know what I'm talking about. In recent memory. Um, yeah, we got we got some out here. They need some serious work. And I hate the fact that R.I.P. Kevin Samuels, he passed away because we needed that. We needed that brutal honesty, especially mm -hmm. when it came to the male and female relationship and that dynamic and how things are designed in modern day compared to the structures that they had in previous decades before us. Not saying that we need to go back to caveman times, but let's not. Let's not run away from certain things that actually made sense back in the days just because you want to go out here and be a city girl. What is that? You you like 35 years old. Why are you still out here chasing dick, basically? Uh, like, sure, for me, like, I never had to go and jump in on the question, but um, <clears> the <throat> only perspective I can look at it from is mine. And I would say the problem with the reason why heartbreak was harder for me or whatever is so in the situation because. I I never would get my chance a chance to get over that previous relationship. I immediately get out of one relationship and jump into another one, and so I'm still like uh, like most of y'all was saying, still holding on to that past heart, and I'm still using the same system I was using with where I built with the other person, instead of giving this new person on with a chance to actually show me who they are and whatever that I can trust them with, so like that. So that made that linger on. So now I'm coming out of a damaged relationship. I'm in a bad spot. I damaged this person and I'm blaming them for the damage that I'm putting upon them because I'm not fully 100% healed and healthy to be where I'm ready to be in a relationship. So I would say, and we had talked about this before about like taking that time. It's important to take that time in between whatever to fucking fix yourself, help yourself so you can like 
Yeah, you're never going to trust like you did that first love, but to a point where you can trust, again, to where you're ready to get in this relationship, not, your guard's not all the way up because that's not going to be helpful for that relationship. Because like you said, you're still going to be in that mindset of, nah, these bitches is all the same, whatever. She say one thing that reminds you, old girl, you snap back and you already assuming like shit that happened from the last chick you was on and shit like that. So yeah, that's a that's a really that's a really good point. It took me with time and growing up to realize that, but yeah, I, but yeah, that's that could be a reason why like it seemed like the heartbreak holds longer. And like you said, we dudes we good with like just playing it off and there's like ah oh, it ain't nothing or whatever. But like getting deep down in there and really having a chance to look and reflect on like the, issue, the mindset that I was in during that time, uh, that that's something that I can take from that that I say. Yeah, that's a good example. As I think that healing part that you're talking about, that, that's a really important thing. You always have to take time to heal, especially if it's a long relationship before you go into that next one. But a lot of people don't know how to be alone. Like a lot of people, they think that True. getting with somebody else so quick is going to fill that void of what they're missing. It's like, oh, if I talk to this person now, I'll get my mind off all of girl. But like you said, you still fucked up from that last shit. That you're, not even, you're not even here with this new person. You still over there. You're not even in the present. You're still in the past. And that happened to me before. That's definitely happened to me before. And that, and that shit was fucked up because it caused a lot of drama and a lot of fucked up shit in, uh, in my new relationship because I wasn't over the shit that I just went through. Because that shit fucked me up so bad that I wasn't even I wasn't even living in the present. I was still mentally in the past. So that's why when you brought that up, that's very important, man. Like for people out there listening, like for real, like you definitely have to heal, especially for young niggas out there, or young women. Like you have to heal before you move on to another relationship. That that mindset of thinking, oh, if I talk to somebody else, it'll get my mind off of them. It's not gonna help you at all. It's definitely not gonna help you at all, man. <clears throat> so I definitely want to say that because that was a good point when you just brought that up. Shit, that's what they told me, man. Every time you hurt, you just gonna get you some new pussy. Yeah, and that's, <laughs> that's yeah. true. That's, <laughs> that's what they say. That's fact. That's really what I they say. I'm, I'm, I, I got a question for everybody on here. All right, here it is. Do you think we would have been a little better off? If we were raised with a different uh, structure when it came to like relationships, if we would have been raised from the get go thinking about um, instead of a monogamous relationship, we'd have been more structured towards uh, polygamy. You think that we would have been a little bit better off and we wouldn't have went through some of the shit that we ended up going through in our earlier stages? I don't think so. I, I, I think personally, just, just for people in general, the the problem is more so about not understanding what you want <laughs> up at like a certain age. Like I would just be talking to people just to be talking to people, or or just to have time to just go by or something like that. It it wasn't ever about specifically like okay, I want this kind of person, so this is what I'm gonna get type of shit. It like. And like with me, I was always like, okay, um, I just had people around. I, I didn't never care about, you know, just, okay, I'm going to be with this one chick forever and all of this shit or whatever. Like, no, like, fuck it. I'm just trying to have a good time or whatever, because up at a young age, I had a young mindset. Um, right. whenever you're young or whatever, you, 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 you don't actually care too much about what is good for you. Like what, what like, what do you really want? You just trying to have on. a good fucking time. This, this is the reason why I asked that question, because if we would 
been more focused on multiple, not saying like have bukus of hoes, but what I'm saying is we wouldn't have put and invested our hearts fully into one woman off the mm-hmm. rip. See what I'm saying? We would have been able to understand that, hey, it's a possibility that this going to run its course and it might not work out. See what I'm saying? But, you, but we wouldn't have been, but if that would have happened, we wouldn't have been able to grow as a man. Correct. Because you got to think about that hurt made you grow as a man. It, it it took us out from that naive stage and that experience that we had to mm-hmm. go through, it put us to where we are right now, mentally. So we had to go through at some point. And I think even if it was, you talking about monogamous, polygamous, it don't matter because at the end of the day, who you lay with or who you have feelings with, you kind of really don't control to a certain point because sometimes you just feel it, right? right. So you was going to go through this bound at some point. So True. it's better to kind of, it's better, I feel like even monogamous, you know, polygamous, it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, you would have went through it with somebody to the level, even if you talk to multiple people or one person, you might have been fa- falling uh, for like one of the five that you're talking to. True, that is true. That four, is right? true. That is and true. That experience, that. it still would have made you who you are because it doesn't change the fact that how all of us, at the end of the day, all of us had to go through it, whether it be at a different point, you had to go through a certain thing in your life at a certain point. Everybody has to go through every man to where they transition to a higher mentality to realize, and this is how the world really is. It isn't really full of roses. This is how it is as a man in this world, dating scene and being with somebody. This is how it is. Man, Every I man at some point in life, they go through that. That bitch name who hurt me, bro. Like to this day, I <laughs> you can't don't ever stand forget. that bitch. I, 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 on me, for real, for real. Uh, I can't uh, stand uh, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, this is another edition of Social Pimping. I am with, you know, P and Brandon, you know. And um, everything y'all saying is absolutely... See, I didn't even think about that, like you said, as far as, like, you can't help but, you know, have those feelings towards, who you know, whoever whoever have that, whoever has that more impact on you. Because you can be around a group of women, but it could be that one that stands out that you like, yo, I'm a... There's something about that one, you know. I'm gonna see what's to her. That is true. I didn't think about that. If we'd have grew up in that mentality, it would have kind of screwed us over because we'd have been like, "Damn, I got a good one right here, but I got to deal with these other four on the side." So yeah, I, I I agree. I agree. I think the most important thing, as far as how we are raised as men, is seeing the relationship with your parents, because I think. I think seeing, I think as a young, even young, uh, young man and young adolescent, like even like your teenagers in high school, I think people that actually see like a real strong bond and a real strong marriage between their parents, I think in the long run, they end up having better relationships because it's, it's always based off what you see. If you see your parents fighting all the time, if you see your parents, if you see your dad hitting your fucking mama, if you see your dad out here in the streets all the fucking time, what is nine times out of 10 going to happen to you when you hit the streets? You're going to be doing the same shit that you seen at home. So I think like the bond that you have that you that you see that your parents have, I think that could go a long way into what happens in your relationship life because I think most people that see structure in marriage, that's really what they want to do when they you know when they hit eighteen and older and they and they get into like real life relationships. I think that's that's what what you see what your parents go through is what usually what you want in your it, life as well. It could also hurt though because I I I um have a homie who like. Like his 
mom and pops being m- m- married his like whole life, his whole time or whatever. So mm-hmm. whenever he grew up or whatever, he always trying to find that. Like he's always trying to propose. Yeah. He always trying to be with this or whatever, but he ain't actually taking the time out to like uh, understand that that point blank that shit ain't easy that shit take work you it also does. have to be with a person who's trying to work with you and evolve and grow as well so he doesn't been through like a couple of marriages a couple of heartbreaks but he constant with that just because that what he sees that what he grew up with he he have it up in his head that he's not complete until he have a wife which yeah. is it's not right, honestly. So it it absolutely can help, but it also can hurt. Yeah, yeah I feel that. I definitely feel that. It, it can definitely go both ways with that. But I think that most times of what you see at home, right? Like you said, it's usually it's usually what you it's usually what you know. Usually what you see is what you know. <clears throat> well, if I'm if I'm gonna be like my daddy, then I'm gonna be a stone cold pimp then. So you know oh, I don't that's how bro, that's that's how my father is, bro. That's how my dad is. My dad is a fucking animal. That nigga's been an animal my entire life, dog. Like Brandon, no, that nigga is a fucking monster, dog. But he's it is so fucked up because he's always told me one day you're gonna be just like me, which is <laughs> fucked up to tell your your son. But he, he's honestly told me that. Hey, hey, you might have had that look. If you know, you know. Only pops gonna know. You know, he gonna he gonna see what's in you yeah. at a young age. So, I mean, I'm about to say I've I've absolutely. <laughs> being a part of every like i have to like try to treat every brand n- new chick as if they like the only chick <laughs> that my dad brought to me and shit like like i i totally understand that shit like one thousand percent i agree well it's only up to a man right to to break like generational because you want your kid to to know you know what it is right right you, you want your kid to to, to understand absolutely that to us to break it as a cycle like yo this is because as we get further as a society like that marriage stuff the institution of marriage people don't believe in that i me personally i do but a lot of people bro nowadays you ask about it bro a lot of women they they don't believe in that or they claim that they don't a lot in at an accelerated rate a lot of our generation marriage and kids are like nowhere near any of our minds we worried about like survival trying to make our money or whatever to where we can possibly retire have a happy life as a lot of people I'm around they those two things they don't even cross their mind it's about like the next job the next uh career you know finance stuff like that and just stuff like that but like i dare to kick it around but like no they not trying to settle down or they not trying to have any kids <clears throat> Yeah. Well, I must be on that list because I damn sure ain't have no kids. So, um, <laughs> but you don't, you don't, you don't want kids. No, 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 no. What makes you not? What, what makes you say that? Like, what make? What makes you? Uh, not um, well, when I was younger, like maybe eighteen, <laughs> like you said, growing up and seeing that structure. I mean, I thought about it, and yeah, I was with that that good girl and we had planned it out and you know i had got her promise ring and i know i sound like a, the biggest simp right now but i was like no, bro that's that's how oh, shit is bro. but uh <laughs> you do but, but the thing of it is it's like as i got older i started to understand like of course we're gonna change and a part of change is sometimes understanding who you are and i know me like i'm a patient person you know of course i love kids which is so ironic i love them 
and you know I'm great with them, but it's just like I want to be able. I was always taught this: your life becomes harder with children than it is if you were if you had to get up and provide for yourself. And not saying that you know I still wouldn't be able to live my life with children. If you're a good parent, you should be able to do both. But it's like one of those things where I always felt like when I got out on my own, I didn't want to go back into having a responsibility of that magnitude. Like, yo, I got, I got to take care of these kids. I got to do this. I just got out on my own, hell, in my mid-20s. So it's like, I'm not trying to, you know, I'm trying to enjoy life a little bit before I have that, that anything of that nature to have to deal with. And then as I got older, I mean, hell, I'm 33 years old. I'm like, uh... Uh, you know, if you want to have some, you got to do it soon, pretty much. Yeah, you know, I ain't no spring chicken, so you know, it's kind of like shit. I kind of feel like I don't want it because my, because I love, I value my sleep. I value being able to get up and go whenever I want to. Amen. You know, definitely a sacrifice for sure. It's definitely sacrifice that comes because I got I got two boys, so as just I don't know if any I don't know if anybody else on here has kids, but I got two boys. But it's definitely sacrifice to everything you're saying. It's absolutely true. So there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with like wanting time to yourself and one, you know, like one sleep. There ain't nothing wrong with that. Like, but there's there's definitely it's definitely sacrifices that come along with having kids, man. Because I got a four year old and a two year old. So oh, okay, 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 yeah, okay. Pops holding it down. But see, this thing though, <laughs> this thing though, I will say this: I have had experience in it, and I and my hat go off to any father because I help take care of my nephew. Okay. Three months old. Sleep Oof. pattern was horrendous. I'm, I'm like maybe 23, 24-ish when uh, my, just say my girlfriend's uh, younger sister had a baby. And um, she, you know, we would babysit him. And I mean, literally, I can still hear him crying two o'clock in the morning. My girl getting up, got to go fix the bottle. I'm holding him. We give him the bottle. We thinking he finna sleep for another, what, at least three hours. Nope. Man, it seemed like 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I was like, yo, is this what is this what it's like? My girl was like, ain't no way. Ain't no way. Don't even touch me after he leaves. No. And I was like, um, I don't know. It's just one of them things where it's like I had to come to terms with, okay, it's a beautiful process, you know, having children and, you know, they say, well, that's a part of your legacy. But mm-hmm. in my, you know, in my mind, I feel like, okay, this is, that's just like everybody on this panel. I know, you know, pretty much every, well, I don't know y'all personally, but just say, I know some of y'all personally. And if I was to perish, would y'all remember me? I would hope so. Yeah, trust me. You you have a very memorable personality. You you that's what I'm saying. So so that's what I'm saying. That that would I would define as my legacy. Now I'm not saying that it's wrong to have the thought process of yo I got kids and you know I want something to be here when I'm gone. Of course, you know if you're a parent, you're gonna feel that way. But to the ones that I just I don't like this thing to where it's like to the people that's around my age or a little younger that don't want kids, you get people that have them and be like, well, you selfish. You know, what about your legacy? Shit. If I died today, I got loved ones that will remember me. That's my legacy. It don't have to be defined by children. Yeah, Bro, that's true. People, yeah, I don't people give can't them, say that. That's true. I can't tell straight up. You got damn right. Yeah, I'm selfish. Yeah, I'll be that. <laughs> yeah, there's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. 
Yeah, we you know, know one has been over there drinking this whole segment. Yeah, I, okay. Not talking. First time I have not I gotta been drinking. Another one. <laughs> I just been sitting in conversation, bro. Damn. Listen, sometimes it's best to lend an ear than an opinion, man. Y'all just was like kicking so much game, and I just want to sit back and listen. But uh, what Juice was saying, man, like it's crazy because two days ago at work we was having a conversation about children, and you know I'm 29, and everybody in the room looked at me like something's wrong with me. I was like, well. And I hear what Juice was saying for his reasons. I can agree with a lot of them. I think it's cause and effect. Like me and Juice are cousins, you know, grew up in the same projects. You know, our mothers are sisters. Um, it's like watching you know, the trajectory. Grandpa. What you say? What you say? <laughs> hey, don't speak hey, on man, my hey, man. Don't bring hey, that hey, up, hey. man. I swear to God. I swear to God. I'm putting my foot. <laughs> Up your ass when I see you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna start yeah. speaking on my granddaddy. RP Johnny Houston, man. RP. But now, nah, man, like you know, Juice was breaking it down to me. And I didn't know. I didn't know till he even told me that my, my grandmother, you know, started having children at fifteen. It wasn't uncommon back then, you know. Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My auntie, my mom, his mom, mm-hmm. my other auntie. Then you know, mm-hmm. as we got older. And she's seen the trajectory of her children. She didn't kind of want us to repeat it because, you know, you really think about it. A lot of my cousins really don't have children besides my oldest auntie kids. Like a lot of us are 29, 30, 31, 32. A lot of us really don't have kids. Do you really think about it? Yeah, that's true. And I wonder is that that cause and effect seeing that, you know, Um, for my parents and our grandparents like, well, you know, Maybe we want to stray away from that. Like Marla said, maybe we want to live for survival right now, live for ourselves. So I think right. it's a cause and effect in the scene. Bro, I used to talk to Juice about this shit like 24-7. I wanted a kid. I ain't give a fuck with nobody. He damn so sure did. One. I wanted one early too, <laughs> goddammit. I mean, I, well, I wanted to put that 20-pound turkey in somebody, but <laughs> <laughs> shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. You, know, up right you just don't never know when to shut the hell up. That's the problem. <laughs> anyway. little, little John Henry coming out of somebody with a hat. Oh, oh my God. Marley, keep that shit to yourself, you bastard. But anywho, oh my God. I, I, see, I've always wanted a kid just because I've seen this world, right? And I, I I am 100% sure. I was like, I just want to bring a, a, a caring human in this world that got manners, who like actually respect their elders, who actually still say, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, type. Like, like I just wanted to bring a good human up in this world that was well taught. You know what I mean? I, I've always, always wanted that shit. I used to talk to Juice about this shit so much. I, you know, the man always was like, nah, fam, I don't want it. But yeah, but, yeah. But, even in my 20s, I was, yeah, I was with me, I was like, I want one early, bro. I want a kid. But then as I got older, bro, it's it's crazy. Cause like I've got older, you know, I've been taking trips and shit, you know, heading out of the country and shit like that. And, (laughs) and like, I purposely choose the adults only um, resorts. I don't want no, I don't want these little kids just running around making up, get the fuck away from me. But, (laughs) 
I personally think he, it's he only because of now I'm I am older. I'm I'm like trying to have like well, I'm trying to create a actual, you know, like um passive income and stuff like that trying to get my business going trying to do this and that and i know how much of a financial hit it would be having a kid now so i'm i'm to the point to where now i'm I'm just trying to have like okay i'm trying to take care of my business you know trying to be good to, to an extent so like now I really don't want a kid now. It's it's yeah. crazy, but I just kind of don't want no at all. So. Ain't, ain't no don't you it. think that'll change as you grow? Because remember, as you get older, you, you want different things and you never know. You might meet somebody different that might want and, the same type and, of and and that and that's why I wanted a kid at a young age. I don't like I've always thought up in my head for some reason. I just didn't ever have like a long life expectancy for me so I, I i've always was trying to have a kid up at a young age so whenever i get older now it's just like i 100 don't want one now because i ain't trying to be that old person who just can't like enjoy their kid you know just trying to run around and shit with them and all of that so yeah. no nah. i got a question do both of you guys have children Brandon, no, I, I don't know. I don't have okay. okay, okay. I'm trying to do stuff right now, and then me and my girl will think about doing that probably, probably like in a year time or so, a year or two time. You gotta bust that load, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that right here. Gotta go home, take care of them bodies. You know that's. Hey, hey, hey! The practice part is the fun part now. Now. Yeah. Uh, but it was crazy yeah. to me that you know my man was mentioning all them uh trips he didn't mention what happened in the dr you know because you know oh uh, my god here we go here we y'all gotta forgive I, uh I, I, did y'all have any other, other question um no nah, as far as the q and a now that 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 was the only one for now okay okay yeah. okay oh yeah man yeah, i was feeling that hell oh. yeah Oh, yeah. I forgot we were still on that question. I forgot that was the last thing we had. Hey man, hey man, Absolutely. we just hey we hey, lost out on this. We go off the rails, be over. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's all good. It's all good though. Yeah. No man, I think it's time. Uh, kind of touching the world of sports and what's going on, man. Uh, um, there you go. <laughs> not not too much. We don't want to get sued. Uh yeah. That's why I cut it off. That no. nigga, that nigga look like a ghetto Power Ranger. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah, we can play the the fucked up like, yeah, new song because nobody care about that damn song. You know the... <laughs> Oh my god, get out of there. Get out of there. <laughs> nobody give a damn about that song. We play it all we want. <laughs> no, no man. Anything in the world of sports, man, that y'all want to touch on? I know something yes. I definitely like to talk about. Yes, we're we, we not going to waste no time on it. We're going to jump into this thing, and here it is. Okay. I need to know everybody's reaction about Coach Prime leaving Jackson State. All right. I'll I definitely go first because I feel like right. I'm on the opposite side of what I've been hearing from work and different people or whatever. So, for me, this time now, I feel like I'm grateful for it because, one – us being from Mississippi, we definitely know that fucking we've been talking about on this podcast about the water system in Jackson for like two or three years or whatever. So, and right. 
how it was never getting changed, how people had to borrow their shit. They was on a, it seemed like a never ending ball. Or he get down there, he started to get celebrities into it and shit. And next thing you know, all of a sudden the water system is getting fixed and they're getting taken off ball or and shit like that. So, like, to me, that supersedes sports. Anything that's going on with the sports thing is that he made an actual legitimate impact into that community that's going to help for years and years to come, whatever, with that water system, whatever. And then in sports, he also helped Jackson State, which was always a pride for university before him and will be after him because of the legacy of the band and different things like that. So he helped down there. He did that. He brought attention, awareness to it, and his players from everything I read has knew what it was up. Knew he 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 didn't sugarcoat it with them. He told them how he was going, and all of them are grateful for the opportunity and everything like that. So I don't understand what the people are getting mad about or whatever, or like trying to say he's all of a sudden a sellout and all the impact and stuff he did. And then not only that, the nigga would have his salary. He gave to that locker room, building up the locker room, building up the stadium, getting them to work out facility. And the most thing that I saw that I was in the wood coming to me and I got my foot amputated. I'm out here in the cold in the game and we getting our ass beat. And I'm over here still out here with y'all niggas. And I got a whole amputated foot. See, <laughs> see you, you, you hit the nail on the coffin for me. I mean, personally, this is how I feel. Um, it's to me, it's kind of selfish because it's like you see the growth that came with him coming there. You know, for the first time, you guys was getting national attention. He brought awareness to a lot of wrongdoings that was going on in the, you know, in the swag, you know. And I'm just sitting there saying to myself, like, I thought the whole objective was for us to get into the bigger spaces to make the in- impact that, you know, was needed. I mean, him being at Jackson State is cool, and they did complete his, like he said, his his journey was to, you know, win a championship, get an offer, you know, that was, I guess, you know, of prime standards, because I think what his contract is worth, like, $29 million? $29 million five years, yeah. I mean, as he should, I mean, he's proven on every level that, you know, he's a winning coach. And to have people... I'm, you know, I'm gonna stop sounding politically correct, and I'm just gonna say it. We're from Hattiesburg. If you ever watch Jackson, uh, Mississippi news, it should tell you everything you need to know on why that man need to get the fuck up out of Jackson. Okay. <laughs> I mean, they robbed him like two or three times. Two, two, three fucking times. exactly. What they was gonna wait till they shoot the? I ain't gonna say that. I ain't gonna say that. I, ain't, that I, ain't, I didn't even. I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that. Even the water thing he was talking about, I didn't, it, it, I yeah, didn't even know that. Yeah, man. They, they, they call it Jack Town for a reason. It's not, it's yeah. not an abbreviation. It's not for well, hey, 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 but P, you know how yeah. y'all got South Florida, you know, them strip clubs? Hey, I got one. Hey, boy. Oh, don't remind you of it. Like <laughs> Diamonds. My cousin know about it, boy. Yeah. Hey. It, like, it's like King of Diamonds. Man, what? <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah, that's hey, hey, you have to ask my cousin about it. Oh, my God. But anyway, um, I just kind of feel like, you know, if you're from Jackson, of course, you're going to feel some kind of way, even though in my personal opinion, I think they shouldn't. They should be happy that, you know, the man did what he did for their organization. Yeah. But it's like. If you outside of Jackson, you shouldn't have an opinion on it either way nor how. I mean, I get what Jason Woodlock fat ass was trying to say on his show. I fucking, I fucking hate that nigga. I 
I mean, bro, he was like, Deion Sanders is a sellout. What he should have did was stay. I'm like, I'm like, how is he a sellout? Because the man saw a better opportunity and took it. And then plus everybody act like they all of a sudden historical swag uh information talking about Eddie Jones. Johnson, none of y'all niggas knew who that nigga was and that that nigga stayed in that college for all these years before right. this happened. But now they're using it as an example. Oh, he thought he was going to be like Eddie. No, this is Deion Sanders, one of the most well-recognized players ever in history. You knew this nigga had higher goals and higher uh, aspirations from the jump. Dion had an interview. He said clearly, if a power five school, I was going to say um, that. He, him, he, he is going to entertainment. He literally they, said that. And and let's not just like play like the, the, the bullshit. Four years, one point, what, like $2 million for Jackson State or whatever, which he gave half of that back to the facility to create the um brand new locker rooms brand new um um practice squad and all of that shit or whatever and and also damn niggas didn't have no sponsor they is with under armor now that's true they 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 with fucking under armor as well and also espn nationally fucking broadcast these motherfuckers he brought in a number one fucking cornerback he he brought in attention he brought in millions of dollars he brought in sponsors he brought in a lot of shit within that three fucking years bro what more can you ask for a motherfucker can i I think the elephant in the room okay I think the elephant in the room is as much as I I don't think anybody really said anything like that is because he's a black athlete. You know, damn well, if it was a white athlete, they wouldn't be making this much. Yeah, white coach. Thank you. All all our black cars need to be snatched because this man just said the key point that none of us. That's true. Because that is at true. the end of the day, at the end of the day, if it's LeBron, if it's Kyrie. That's why I'm sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. Now, nah, let, let me go. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. If it was, if it was, if it's LeBron, if it's Kyrie, if it's anybody of any type of race saying any type any of thing color. or or yeah. making any type of big decision, people will prosecute him, and that's not right because at the end of the day, he can do whatever he want to do. If he fulfilled his obligation to what we're saying, he's he he's within his right to do what he want to do. But everybody wants to prosecute you for making such a just because. And I'm telling you it. And just like y'all know, it's just because I feel like a race has a big standard in, in this stuff, because when you're a different color, man, you just everybody scrutinize you so much, especially in the sports world. They scrutinize you so much when it comes down to your decision making process, because I bet you if it was anybody of any other race, they, they would be like, all right, well, he's going. So right. what? I ain't even think about it, B, but this get more attention than Brett Favre shit did. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Facts. That picture of Jerry Jones. Oh, yeah. Niggas ain't even talking about that, but they talk about right. the, the impact that this man made on this HBCU. And he wanted to make like you said, Juan, he fucking said in the interview where he took the job. If a five five school gives him an offer. He's gonna entertain this shit. He literally said that shit before he went. All the stuff that's going on with the investigation with John Gruden, right? His what's his name? What's his name? T. 
yeah, Gruden yeah. who made the racist remarks and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and it's even getting more yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah. It's getting more attention than that. So, like, it don't make no sense because they don't have anything to do with something that's so prevalent right now. It's, he just made a decision to go to another school. Now, yeah. to impact another program. That so, shit like, is crazy, yeah. though. Now, yeah. that shit is wild. That shit is now, with, like, the Washington people or whatever. Bro, that, bro, these motherfuckers did a investigation type of shit or whatever and the only reason why John Gruden got the type of shit that he got just because the damn owner of of Washington was like holding back all of his like bro that shit is fucking crazy let me say something oh go ahead go ahead Vaughn um not to be long winded and I'm playing devil advocate on everything I'm about to say like I have no problem with the man leaving and from my barber, supervisor, co-workers, it seemed like everywhere I went this week, this conversation just kept finding me. Mm-hmm. And I was hearing a lot of people dispositions, and they were hearing mine. But the one thing that I was stood out to me throughout all these conversations was, it wasn't the what, it was the how. I think what got a lot of people riled up, and it's unfair. It's unfair because, you know, you can't please everybody. You know, one man can't save the whole entire world. You know, for right. back of a, lack of a better analogy, but they felt like he came in as this black messiah. Mm. You know, when you lead your cell pitch as I'm going to be this black messiah to lead HBCUs back into the promised land, because, you know, a little bit, you know, before I was born, you know, HBCUs were, were a lot of these, you know, NFL scouts would go to scout, you know, major talent. HBCU was an enriched, you know, place for talent. Now, mm-hmm. As years present, uh, progress, they kind of faded away, but I think that's what got people a lot of riled up with Dion because uh, he was, you know, hey, I'm here for the long haul, for here for the children. He said that God I, spoke to him. Yeah, I got like, two questions. It's that, it's that God thing, you know. I got I got two questions. Gorilla Pimp, and welcome welcome to the show. Um, my first question is this: Have you ever heard of a situation where? Um, you hear media broadcasters say, well, this white coach or, you know, what other race or whatever, he should give or sacrifice his salary for X amount of years for the betterment of the team. No, I've never no, heard no, it. No, hell no. You've never always heard. heard, go get the bag, go get the bag, go get the bag. Okay. So my next question is, okay, well, if that's the case, why are we pocket watching a man that literally just showed that it wasn't about the money in the first place? I mean, literally, he just literally sacrificed. But now that he is getting rewarded for the job that he just he earned it for the job he just completed with the HBCU. Mm-hmm. Now it's like it's a problem because, I mean, oh, well, he for the money. If he was for the money, he would have never took the Jackson Dude, State job. I'm going to sum all this up real quick. And this and this, this next question is for B and uh, P real quick. Okay. I know you guys aren't from Mississippi. Now, when I say the, the, the name Mississippi, what are the first couple of things come to your mind? Just B and P. If you're familiar with the state, what are some of the first things that come to your mind? Racism. Y'all want to Racism. Correct. Racism. Racism. To be honest, that's the same thing that I think about too, man, because we talk about like something that's – in my mind, racism is still engraved into Mississippi. To racism, be last in education, yeah. obesity, 
And I'm saying all this like full disclaimer. No, no, I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. That's what we associated with. Right. So, okay. Unarticulated. <clears throat> that was an advocate. Like I said, I don't have a problem with the man leaving, but I know where the source of the pushback is coming from. You have one of the top five, if not top three, greatest defensive players of all time. This man is a Hall of Famer, first black, first ballot certified stamp. It's one right. of the best to ever do it. Right. You from Mississippi. Nothing positive ever comes from Mississippi. They say nothing positive comes from here. We always scuffed over, looked at a certain way. This man chose us. It was that pride. It was that feeling like, man, we got prime, man. He, you know, we got prime, bro. He make us feel good about ourselves. I, I'm not saying that's how I feel, because either way, you know, my life is going to continue. But I know, I know where that pushback came from. That's all yeah, I'm saying. I, I'm not, I, I don't, I don't agree with it, thing. but I know where it came from. That was a big thing when he went to uh, Jackson State. That, yeah. that was a huge deal. Okay. Yeah, that was a huge deal when he went there. And he's he from Florida, too. Like you said, he chose Mississippi of all places. He's he, he from right. Fort Myers. So it's like for him to even pick going to Jackson State. But I see what y'all saying is that, like, Messiah thing. That was a good point. They looked at him as the Messiah, the Savior. Like, and he did a lot of stuff at Jackson State, man. So I, I'm for it. Whatever he wanted to do, man, he, he did what he needed to do. He accomplished that mission. Nothing lasts forever, man. Nothing lasts forever. As much as people want things to last forever and keep going, nothing lasts forever. And he made a point to his uh when he left to the Jackson State athletes. In this game, you either get elevated or you get terminated. That's it. He's, he's, he's absolutely correct. That's you can't it. you can't right. be mad at him, man. Right. It's, like Brandon said, it's mainly because he, he's a black he's a black coach, black athlete. That's, that's mainly the main reason. That that was the big elephant in the room when he said that. Yeah, definitely, most definitely. And then like for me, like I said, freaking. Like I watch too much TV anyway, but like somehow I stumbled upon like years back, he had a show, a reality show for a while, and then he had a show following uh, him his uh, high school that he was coaching at and everything, and he always talked about his aspirations of wanting to be a coach or whatever and stuff. And then you know, recently linking up with like Nick Saban and stuff like that, he sees himself in that kind of like that kind of lane, going to that kind of aspiration, and no matter how many. Black championships he ever won, he was never going to be seen in that Nick Saban type of light, the light that he wanted to be seen. His old coach, uh, Bobby Redrenner, like, you'd never be seen in those type of uh, Bad Brian type things if he stayed there. And he always said that his was going to be a high-level uh, freaking um, D1 coach and then possibly even aspiration for the NFL. Or and then people talk always talk about people's pockets, but I'm like, for real, for real, if you look at his career earnings, it's 33 – it's 33 million total over all of all the highlights and all the things he's done and the impact that he made and how he's the reason why corners get paid today. Yeah, absolutely. But overall, it's 33 million. And that's before you do with taxes and have an agents and shit that he had to do. And seeing that he's the sole provider for his, his kids, his adopted, uh, his cousin's kids and his mom and all this. That, so if he was being selfish for money, why not? My man earned it. He, he earned, earned it. I want to wrap this up. I want to wrap this up, and I just want to say this. Instead of us holding one man accountable, we got all these so-called black entertainers and, and all these other rich people. Why yeah, are we not supporting well, HBCU? donating because of Dion being down there. And who, right. And all the HBCU graduates, you know. Right. You know, all these, mind. yeah. You know, why Why are we not supporting that, like our own? Yeah, everybody that was in the comments that with the Tiki Forks, hey, look up your local HCBU and start donating, brother. That's that's how you feel your outrage instead of. But this is the most popular thing to do: just burn somebody at the stake instead of like you know fucking 
any kind of balance. So it's crazy. Right. Bro, I had to look up. I had to look up what you just said. His career earnings is really thirty-three million. I never knew that. Yeah, I never I, knew. You would have thought he was worth every bit of a hundred. That's what I'm saying, bro. As as big as the impact he made in the NFL, man, was as bad as the, man, the man had must be the money. Come on now, man. Back there, man. That's the thing. Yeah, that's, I, I did not know that. That's crazy, bro. You eliminate a whole side of a field. <laughs> yeah, man. you can't even look that way. Yeah. Man, facts. But uh, man, touching on another hot topic, definitely in the world of sports, man. Gorilla Pimpin, happy to have you, brother. Uh, man, uh, earliest one being one earlier this week, uh, Brittany Griner was finally released from, uh, I believe, what ten months in a Russian prison mm-hmm. in a prisoner swap with uh, Victor Bot, aka the Merchant of Death, as some people like to <laughs> label him. Mm-hmm. I just want you guys' opinions on it. Uh, anybody want to step to the floor, man? By all means, jump forward. I didn't know a WNBA star was the equivalent of a killer. That's not. It's not, man. <laughs> like I said, I just thought I was saying I'm definitely happy for anybody to get out of that type of shit. Just me personally being in the military and fucking like hearing the, the stories about you know, prisoners of war and different stuff and the torture that they go through. If anybody can get out of that shit, I definitely want them to get out of it. Even uh, the person that's still there, the, the person that's on the spy charges, I'm hoping that they somehow find their way home some way too, because that shit is rough on your mentors. Oh, yeah. So I'm happy for that. And I can understand some people bucking against it, but you're going to have complaints about everything. <laughs> that get done but for her and for her family they able to actually you know before christmas i know this time was rough on before but now having her here knowing that she's safe is giving them putting them at ease and at peace so that's the only piece i have about it mm-hmm. yeah and for people i'm gonna let you go juice and for people, you know, to burn that, uh, russian passport yeah you gotta burn that shit do out. that that's the first thing you need to do I would um do right out the plan for people having a problem with the swap um you know saying why we didn't add the you know x are this some people are saying uh dishonorably discharged marine paul wheeler uh, mm-hmm. i don't know the full facts of the story so i won't you know go in there because i don't know the full facts but um i can i can understand because it's like hey like juice just said you know this is a man that is a legal arms dealer the merchant of death and for you to only try to get someone's that for all purpose, she's a, a a sister, a daughter, a wife, but she's still just an athlete. Like it doesn't seem like a fair trade to let go of someone that's a uh, a plus for war for someone who's just in all purpose an entertainer. Because that's what their job is to do. They're athletes. Their job is to entertain us. But my thing is this: the Merchant of Death. He's a legal arms dealer, right? You know, selling weapons to other countries for his own profit, if, especially if countries against each other. But my thing is this: Has gun violence not risen since this man has been incarcerated? Hell, it's worse. Yes, it's, it's worse, right? Right. Have war still found a way, and conflict still found a way to continue since this man has been incarcerated? Yeah, Damn, yeah. skip it. Yeah. It's the way of the world. Not nobody talking about it's the way. It's the it's it's the way of the world. Mm-hmm. We worry about international arms dealer. We need to be worried about why how sixteen and seventeen year olds can you know operate AR fifteens here. If they not getting these motherfuckers from illegal arms, then they going into their local pawn shop, their local gun shop. Ooh, that looks nice. Can I get that? Yeah. Oh, here you go. 
I mean, that's part of the starter kit to become a drill rapper. But anyway, um, <laughs> I feel like I feel like to be honest with you, I was going the opposite way as far as like me agreeing with her release because I'm just like she made the mistake, and at the end of the day, we had to release this dude here, you know. And if anything, I would at least put that on top of it. And, you know, they was p- pushing for Paul Whelan, whatever, whatever the the Marine or whatever they was pushing for him. I definitely feel like more so than this being anything about her, because I don't believe this was about her. I believe this was just for politics, just like me and Pete was talking. I, I believe it was just to cater so Biden could probably get another term. And he's appealing to the LBGTQ, whatever, whatnot, ding, all that kind of ding, crap. Ding, ding. I believe that, that that's that's the whole reason. It's not because of her release. And either way, I, me personally, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have let go of fucking terrorists just to do that, just because she right. made a mistake. Right. Because <laughs> clearly, if she's, if she's still living and all that kind of stuff, whatever. But this other dude over there, he was a marine. He fought for the United States. At the end of the day, people may not, people may not agree with how it was done. But when you think about it in the sense of it, like, and we thinking about like businesses and just politics in general. It wasn't done for her family. It was done for politics. It was done but just they, so they want to for the vote. Bro, you said a key thing here. Absolutely. We're talking about uh, black people. We're talking about um, all of the women. We're talking about LGBT plus communities or whatever. He he like killed like three birds with one stone just by um, bringing her home. Like mm-hmm. point blank. Point blank, every fucking thing is meant for a reason. This wasn't just off of, of, of. Yeah, she's a NBA star. We gotta bring her home or whatever. We have a a marine that is over there because of es- marine, but the espionage also, or whatever, right? And, thing, he's over there for espionage. If anybody right. espionage, that's the spying shit. Right. And how we do with that is entirely different because one. Any person that's worked in that field or whatever, they totally told that we're not like if you get caught or whatever, they the US is gonna deny any involvement in that with that type of thing. So that's a little more trickier sale than somebody who's bust down for a cartridge or like for marijuana charge or whatever. Absolutely. It's gonna be also also now once again we're giving away now it like this ain't just like no a a cool kind of calm dude. This is the merchants of like all of the gun. He creates all these type of deadly fucking weapons, right? Mm-hmm. And and we we traded him him away for her or whatever. But once again, that's because he got like it's all about twenty twenty four, right? He's he he's mm-hmm. caring about this, right? He he talked a lot of bullshit about what he was supposed to do for us, haven't done a lot. Um, but this would would at least take care of the women's. This would take care of LGBTQ. This would take mm-hmm. care of black. This so it's it's a strategic move um a strategic move that he was trying to do. Absolutely. Now I asked the same question, not to hold nobody's uh point mm-hmm. out, hold nobody's uh statements up, but uh one, you brought up the LGBT community so many times. We've heard them, hey, they may become pitchforks for me. I, I, I'm going to say what I got to say. We've seen them come from entertainers, 
Mm-hmm. Jokes. Mm-hmm. Want to say the best? What's the outrage for her? I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not big into politics, but I'm just gonna keep it all the way real. Donald Trump pardoned Wayne and Kodak Black. Britney Griner ain't ain't on the same level. I'm just keeping it real. I'm just saying. Like, if we gonna play on black people's emotions, Britney Griner, Britney Griner, somebody that women barely went seeing play basketball. Now all of a sudden they in the uproar and they care. Hey, I got a question. All of this shit like actually happened. If if that's the case, bro, whenever she started back playing fucking NBA or or the basketball, I better see millions of millions of motherfuckers better be out there. It's gonna be them same twelve thousand missing seats like it always is. (laughs) That'll be fucked up. That'll be that'll be fucked up. Like about before, like everybody just gives attention to what they want to give attention to as far as like social media though. Everybody wants to be the, the most trending topic, and they, they believe that the bandwagon right now is to support her. That's just what it is, though. Mm-hmm. Really? Hey, mm-hmm. sorry, sorry. I apologize for my tardiness, man. Uh, what up? What up? Oh. What up? What up? Oh, what's up, G's? Um, oh, so look, if I get captured, mm-hmm. you think they'll give me back? Go ass, go. Hold on, first off, first off, we, first off, we, hold on, hold on, Fat, hold on, Fat, let me, let me, let me, let me, you, go ahead, go ahead, go You ready to have a heart to heart? Mm-hmm. See, we know you, Uncle Frank, and we know you valuable, but the world don't know that yet, so. <laughs> me, I can't tell, he don't be on it. I'm not sure they're going to be like, they're going to be like, hey, look. high all the time, <laughs> even late. Hey, look. Hey, look. Hey, look. As long as they got some weed over there, man. See, y'all take y'all time. Fat, fat, fat. She went to jail for weed. You're not going over there for a party to get high, my nigga. <laughs> hey, I'm hey. like, look, you, you don't know how to handle little terrorist videos. They were like, nigga, shut up. Oh, I'm like, look. I like, look, 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 man. Tell them that we need some pizza, some jeans, and oh my, my freedom. <laughs> ladies, ladies and gentlemen, Gorilla Pimpin' is on the show. Um, and, you know. I would change that shit immediately to the four black people, or the four black men from uh, Mississippi instead of five, because your ass is gone. Yeah, yeah, because you, you ain't coming back. <laughs> um, Now, in other no, sports, I'm you know, say- sports news, I got to bring this up. I got to. Jerry okay. Jones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm just gonna say his name. I'm gonna let y'all rock out, Jerry Jones. Y'all got it. Uh, for me, like whatever. Just uh, reading the the article and shit on it. Um, I felt like a lot of people. Um, one, they thought that that was a photo from the famous uh, Arkansas High School uh, Elementary School, which it was not. It was another Arkansas school. Secondly, I just want to know the writer. How did that tie into their point about uh, him now hiring a black coach? How did that, uh, I don't understand why, uh, like, the picture even came up or whatever, because it it didn't validate their point what the article was actually about or anything like that. And like I said, a lot of people picked on about what the situation was. But, I mean, shit, I want to know who are these surprised people that a white man born in Arkansas in the 50s might be racist. Who, exactly. Who, like, it's not. It's not. What, what about we really shocked? So, shock factor to me that a white man born any time before shit <laughs> ever will fucking have a problem with black people and, and who's born in the U.S. That's so, not, hey, so he was born in Arkansas, right? Mm-hmm. Then, did, 
Then he go. He went down to Dallas. When? How long he been down there in Dallas? He been there for a long time since the eighties. He been there since like the eighties. Yeah. And you know, back then Dallas was bad too. Oh, I'm sorry. So I, said, I said, you know, back then, shit, back, you know, back in Dallas, Texas, that shit was still bad with racism and shit. So, correct. That's true. It's not like, come on now. Like, you can really look at the, the picture and be like, yeah. See, my, my thing of it is, is this. And, and Marley said this a long time ago, and it's so true. If it don't fit our narrative as the media, we're not going to speak too much on it. Mm-hmm. I hate the fact that that exists because at the end of the day, they gave Kyrie all the smoke over something as simple as a link. And the man told you what his intentions was and what they weren't. But you went on and you made him feel like, yo, you need to do, you need to educate yourself on why this is wrong. Well, shouldn't that old ass man from Arkansas do the same thing? But that's 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 the problem, Juice. That's the exact shit that I have a a problem with. Every time we talk about this, Juice, these are other people that is organized, that is doing correct things and telling them what they want from from their community as as black people. For us, what the fuck are we asking for? What the fuck are are we trying to say, okay, if this don't fucking happen, we're not putting no money into it. Or we as a as a community will not fuck with you. You know what I mean? So it's it's always for us as the black community, who the fuck that's trying to organize, that's trying to stay. If this don't happen, this won't work. Or like point blank, there's always <laughs> that problem. Like when 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 Kyrie had his shit, there was a list of demands, all of this and every damn thing else. When 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 anybody say any damn thing about us or whatever, we just talk about this shit up on Twitter. Talk about it on fucking Instagram. It have a little hype on on up on up on actual online shit, but don't nobody demand shit. Ain't anybody asking for shit. Ain't anybody right. trying to say this or that. So yeah, man. It's, well, know, well, it's, it's stupid here. Honestly. Let me ask y'all this then. Let me ask y'all this. So what do the black community actually want? Because it seems like every other race, they know exactly what they want. And then they majority of the time they get it. What right. do we actually want? You talking do we have huh? No, I was I was just gonna ask when you say what we want, you saying far as like this whole Jerry Jones situation or in general? Just in general. Because to me, it's like we want so much. It's just like what uh one was saying, like shit. To me, it's like we don't have enough people to put out what, what we need. We got a few, but a few ain't all of us. You got a few of black people speaking for us. So like I would disagree with that, bro. You have we had as black people, you have enough people. It's just that yeah, not yeah, everybody no, 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 wants no, no, no. to not not everybody wants to we're not all like, on the no, same page. We're not united with the yeah. cause. You know, right. 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 we're not all, we're not all on the same page. Yeah, yeah. 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 so, right. so which, which kind of really yeah, like kind of really in sense they 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 wanted it. They they that's exactly how they got enough people. We got enough people. Do we have the people to actually to fit there enough people type shit? Um, for one, it, it goes into what they were saying as far as the division. We have to come together on common right. grounds to say, all right, what is the foundation? What is the purpose? Like they got on the Colin Kaepernick about the whole kneeling thing. Like, what was the point? What was the point? 
he was bringing awareness to uh, social injustices, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Okay, so to answer your original question, what do we want? I mean, yeah, we could easily say the easy cop-out answer and say reparations. Okay, but when you say reparations, like, what do you want it? You want it in the form of cash, education? Do you want it in the form of land? I mean, we need to sit down and break down the specifics in order to get a clean, clear-cut answer on yeah. exactly what it what is is required for us to not trying to you know jump the line over nobody, but we want to be sitting at the table as equals. And in my opinion, right. it starts with banks, our own banks, hospitals. We need we as crazy as it may sound, we need to figure out a way to um have our own police force. Something, something to help out with, with, you know, the problems that we have currently existing in today's existence. Period. Well, hey, look, you know, back in the day, we had our own police force, but motherfuckers just banned it off and we created their own damn thing and made it more about money instead of about us as the people. But see, that's the thing. I'm. Th that's why I didn't just go <laughs> on with the whole reparations uh, conversation right, right, because right. it's like money is not going to solve our issues. We see hell. Yeah. Let's be real here. We all, you know, we all done the experience getting an income tax tax check, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Did that income tax well income tax check change your life? No. no. Hell. It had yeah. you straight for a couple weeks or months. You was good, and then by mid probably July, you like, well, damn, I'm back out here grinding. <laughs> can I get um, PP, uh, can I get your perspective on all this, man? As far as the as far as the Jerry Jones picture, I didn't I didn't really know the whole history behind that because I saw people saying that he actually spoke on that before, but he's just not speaking on it now. Right. Um, I, I was gonna ask y'all if y'all saw what LeBron has said about that when he asked the reporters, he's like, "I'm yes. mad that you guys didn't ask yes. me anything about that." How do y'all feel about him bringing that up? Because I, I felt that was kind of weird that he, and I fuck with LeBron, I fuck with LeBron, but I just thought it. Was oh just, Lord, you know, not another. Weird. No, his alliance is gonna be with us, dude. I think I think my man is I was fucking happy that he said it, honestly. Like that I'm was the saying, best. I'm not saying thing. I wasn't happy that he said it. I just thought was it, it a strategic reason for him saying it? Right, that. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, which is why I say that because look, okay, all right. Mm -hmm. The shit that pisses me off about everything um is people is like choosing who they want to just be okay with compared to like who they don't want to be okay with <clears throat> if if we're going right down the line about what's wrong and what's right right mm -hmm. i would say automatically even though this is the past even though that this doesn't happen a long time ago jerry jones should have to go on and sell his shit everybody else having to do it because of past shit that that happened a long time ago or or um because of problems that they had but just because we heard a white person just you know said a couple of racist things or whatever motherfucker we talking about a motherfucker that was at the goddamn school or whatever ain't trying to let y'all black ass in like, one one, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me get this off. I slightly disagree. Let me tell you why. Because he was a teenager, and I'm not saying I'm not. Hold on, 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 hold on. Listen to what I'm about to say. He wasn't he wasn't Jerry Jones, the owner, as a teenager. Now that we we know the whole situation, it's up to him to come out and to you know 
debunk this whole theory about him being yeah. racist and and and, and speak up. If yeah. he don't do it, if he chooses not to do it and be on some Kyrie Irving type time, then you take action and say Bro, he, he got did. to go. Bro, he had a couple of fucking interviews. He was on that Kyrie Irving then, shit. Like, then yeah, then like, yeah, we we, we crucify him. It. We crucify him for that. No, we can't crucify him for something he did as a teenager. That's the way of the world. That's what everybody. That's true. Doing. Listen, listen. That's true. But that's true. But listen, to what I'm saying. That what the other what they all try to throw at us is well, the other ones that had to sell their team that was while they were in ownership of a team. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Right. I get what you I get what you're saying. Like they do it to black athletes all the time. Like, well, you know, in uh eighth grade, you smoke some pot. So yeah, we didn't draft you number one. What the fuck? That ain't got nothing to do with it. you know, like like I'm, I get I'm, it. I'm just saying I I just hate the whole shit to where we pick and choose. Like, can we not pick and I choose? Feel that. Like, can can we be one sided upon every I fucking thing you. equally? saying earlier whatever so we uh he said this earlier about how the disparate just off race how how the, how it's perceived just off the race whatever like you said Kyrie, they they saw an athlete and uh i think we even mentioned and you said it you felt like at some point they were trying to break him or whatever try to show him back his place as this black person or so like that but with jerry jones they're not gonna be able to do that same card, and they and they like you said, they see it because they see somebody that look like them and has the aspirations that they want. It's like, oh, I can understand that he made a mistake or whatever. But for us, when it's ever one of us, they don't think we deserve to earn anything that we have. So anytime yeah. we do anything, they feel like this is the perfect opportunity to break us down to tell us what's our place in the world. As far mm-hmm. as Jerry Jones, they feel like he in his rightful place. In the world or whatever so and like i said you're talking about the cowboys alone is almost i think worth four billion or something like that and he's worth um multiple billions it would be years upon years in court before jerry jones even get close to signing his name on the pipeline so he's the, he's the most he's the most powerful owner in the nfl hands down absolutely it, it probably wouldn't absolutely. even come to fruition it probably wouldn't even come to fruition and had to happen because you you figured that the amount of pull that he would have as far as to get to that point, do you think anybody who's vested or in cahoots with Jerry Jones is going to let that happen? We talk, whether we're yeah, talking huh? about facts, they would just buy the team that's from that's him. True. That's, that's, true. that's true. That's true. About I can say just one thing, bro. One thing, the shit that pisses me off as well is why there's like, I swear, bro, me and G- Juice also had this conversation. Why are there so many black motherfuckers coming to his fucking defense? Whenever there's a problem for like Kyrie Irving, I ain't hear anybody coming to his defense. No. Whenever right, there was look, a look, problem look, look. for this or that, they didn't come to his defense. Why do the black motherfuckers gotta prove what kind of person he is? Why the fuck he can't do it himself? Look, look, look. You already no, know the answer to that. Bro, you know the answer to that is because these people, they're it's just like people when, when when black people get to the position of power, bro, they feel like they want to be on the side that's going to be winning. For right now, exactly. the side that's winning exactly. right now is what that side is. And until, like I said before, until there's uniformity in the black community, and there's not, there's no such thing as that right now. Everybody on a different page, bro. 
There's no Terrible. nobody's Absolutely. on the same page. Nobody wants the same thing, and everybody thinks that this is what it is, and we're gonna accept it. And until right. there's uniformity and acceptance in the black community to what we should or what people should want and what you should demand or what we should have or seek for in like a society, and nobody finna be on the same page. And those people that you're talking about are agreeing with John or Jerry Jones and that are black. It's the same people. They see that the other side is winning. Why would I want to align myself with the losing side? They're not going to do that. I've never seen that. so many people. Just I like Candace like Owens. <laughs> Will Sid, Brandon, Will Sid. I never seen so many motherfuckers do that shit. Like, damn, like bro, everybody hurry up and hopped up on it. No, he did this. And what? God damn. Like, you, like, uh, I just have a problem with that because sometimes I feel like you don't have to say shit. Like, it. That's it, true. Like you just don't have to be a part of it. Like shut the fuck up and let him as a man. This, this is my thing. Say what he got to say. This know? is this is my thing. Half of the, some of the people that that's taking up for him, of course they're gonna defend him. He made a millionaire. Even yeah. though though, come on, it was a, 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 which I get, but when it come to other shit, it's like they fucking silent up on the black <laughs> shit. But how in the fuck are you so quick to talk about some other? Exactly. I don't know. I, I don't know. See. I'm not trying to just have it specifically about this or, or that, but it's like, come on, man. Like, I've seen when people ask you that question about this topic or that topic or whatever, you are like, you didn't even want to talk about that shit uh, about your own people, uh, about your own kind, about your own fucking race. But as soon as we talk about a, a white person being a little racist or something, you have no problem hopping up. Hey, this this is what happened for me. I'm just gonna tell you about me or this. I grew Shut one. The fuck up. I grew one 100 because at the end of the day, they we all human. Let him let him man up on his mistake if oh, it's God. really if it's sincerely a mistake. Yeah, you know, and, and that's the thing, bro. Everybody been talking so much. Shit about him for his defense. He haven't even said nothing. Yeah, he he ain't said even nothing. had an actual fucking interview I think, to actually address this shit. I think, and, and and I remember Juice. We talked about this shit with Kyrie. Mm-hmm. I said if he felt like he hurt anybody in any way, just apologize. Ended right. Right. If Jerry Jones felt like he hurt anybody in any fucking way or offended in any fucking way, you fucking go up on national fucking television, you explain your fucking self, you apologize, you be fucking remorseful, and you move on. But he ain't even did that. I want him to have the Kyrie Irving treatment. He got to apologize, and he got to go do some edu- you know, some educating himself. So I feel like he should have to watch Friday at least 10 times. <laughs> um, <laughs> you have to watch Good Times. Like you know, that's kind of old. You know, that's... that's society you know. or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, we got to watch that. Um, You know, he anything black, he got to be a part of it, you know. You got to go to Popeye's he, at least twice he, a week. He, uh, he have to eat fried chicken at least five times out of that week. Five? You know what I mean? Oh, man, he, he's, at not, least he's not apologizing. He's not apologizing, man. Has any white person ever apologized for anything that they've ever done to us? Exactly. No, because they feel like because he's in a position of power, yeah. that kind of negates him from, exactly. from having to cause, you know, to well, live up to these certain circumstances and these consequences, which is false because it's like at the end of the day, what, <laughs> what is that setting out the message to your 
players, which we all knew he was kind of skip, you know, fishy when the whole kneeling thing, and he came yeah, out that shit he in said. a press. Yeah, yeah, right. And said, literally, if any oh, of my players kneel during the team, anthem, <laughs> yeah, you 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 know, you can slave hang master, your style. Some slave hey, you get your ass off of this yeah. plantation. I mean, <laughs> slave master, uh, bro. So, hey, look, I know the type of question that's out off topic with us. So, if y'all were slaves, right? Okay. Y'all did did do the same thing as slaves did, like what majority of them did, type shit. Like, Meaning, just get in line and not revolt, just go. Right, with the, right, um, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, would y'all be like uh-huh. a rebellious My, type my, my middle name, Django. Uh-huh. <laughs> nope. But look, I think yeah, it was, yeah, I think that's subjected to what you go through because as mentally right. our minds now, we know that we're not going to do no shit like that. But back okay. then, Damn. they were so afraid of everything. Look, they didn't know what the fuck was right. going to happen. So, of course, they're not going to do that. I think us thinking as ourselves now, we're not going for none of that shit because it's different. But right. look, look, their look, mentality look, look. back then is different. It, it was some that had the same mentality that we had. Yeah, yeah, there, there was some. There was some. But, mm-hmm. you know. And then people would snitch upon their ass and tell them every guy, hey, house he, niggas. he trying to I, do I, this. I, he trying to do that. Out of fear, though. It was out of fear. It was right. out of fear. Right. 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 Absolutely. Like, you know, some of them, they had kids, right. So, absolutely. They had their baby. I'm sorry. And we all on PlayStation together, nigga. Y'all better not snitch on me because I'm running. First, I was get something understood. You ain't gonna be the only nigga running until they chop off my oh, left foot. Uh, I'm, we gone. We up out of this thing. We uh, even. First of all, <laughs> shit, yo, my legs is gonna be tough to be trying. Oh, uh, one, running, yeah, bro. yeah. Oh, uh, one, <laughs> one, one, one. We we gonna we gonna we gonna we gonna come back and uh fight for you because we can't just run with hey, you. We got to leave. Oh, bro, I'm gonna just go tell the dog to break his ass here because I ain't got time to be trying to run. Yeah. Well, guys, man, if you know anybody else got something to say on this topic, man, you know by all means feel free. But if not, we can go ahead and move along, man. Yeah, not trying to waste yeah. nobody. Let's. Yeah, oh yeah, we good. Come on. That's right. With man, uh, I believe it's one of the brother Marley topics, but if he don't mind, you know, I'm such a big musical lover. Uh Marley, don't you start. Don't you start. Um, you know, man, if you have some in mind right now, man, your top three music albums of the year, not one genre. I already know mine's man. It's just a lighthearted topic, man. You know, I feel like music is important. What albums stood out to you this year? It really made an impact with you that you felt like I live with this project, man. Anybody want to flow by all means, please step to it. I'll go first. Definitely. It's all going to be in one genre, though. It's definitely okay. all be that's right. That's right. Okay. That's right. Okay. Okay. Uh, Joey Badass is 2000. Uh, okay. Freddie Damn, Gibbs, Joey. Freddie Gibbs, uh, Soul, Soul Separately. Okay. And, um, J.I.D.'s album. Those three for sure. The best three hip hop albums to me this year. Uh, Forever Story is a fucking classic. Okay, I, that, shit, that shit is nice. That I may be dope. an anomaly because I think it's just okay. What uh, JID's album? Yeah, you hey, you was hey, fucking tripping. Listen, listen, listen. He he say some crazy shit from time I to think, time. I, I think out of the three I just named, that was number three. I think Joey and Freddie definitely. Uh, I feel, are I feel than like those Denzel two. got overlooked. I feel like Melt My Eyes, See My Future was a hell of a great <laughs> album. I didn't listen to that. I'm not a huge Denzel Curry fan, even oh, though man. he's from Florida. Yeah, even though he's, I'm not a, I'm not huge on him, but I didn't, I didn't listen to that. <clears throat> man, anybody else, man? Uh, not trying to hold nobody up. Um, I just had two: uh, Nas, King Disease Three, and Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morale. Those were my two that I just they stood out to me this year. So, 
Yeah, I, yeah, I, was, yeah. I was disappointed by Kendrick's album, man. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I'm keeping it real. I'm keeping it real. Kendrick is one of my favorite artists of all time. J. Cole is my favorite rapper of all time. He my favorite rapper. Yeah. But Kendrick's album, I think, it didn't have that replay value like his other albums did to oh, me. No. That one did not have the replay value of them. Like, Good Kid, Mad City, Damn, and To Pimp a Butterfly. They have way more replay value than this one did. I don't. I don't. I don't even think mm. this one had the long. Like nobody's really talking about uh, Mr. Morale like that no more, bro. To be honest with you, like on Twitter and their social media, nobody's talking about the album like that. I don't uh, feel like it had the big. I don't think it had the the impact like his other albums did. When his other three albums if, came if, out, if, if it don't have the impact, it's because motherfuckers ain't mature enough. Motherfuckers haven't evolved enough. Motherfuckers haven't understand well, what the fuck he's talking about. He's speaking, he's speaking real, like real shit though. Honest, like is, yeah, 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 bro. He talked real shit up on all this shit, but he's he's actually opened up a fucking door to his life. He's actually letting people know like what happened in like what he's been going through with his wife, with, with yeah, the yeah. problems he'd had with his dad about trying uh, to be strong. And 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 this and that. like he told a, a fucking beautiful story as always. Yeah. But, he did, but I just feel like compared to his other albums, it, it's not it's not up there. Because like that that mother I sober song, that, that that's a hell of a oh, song. man. That's that, that's a hell of a song. But I feel like as a whole, the whole album, it wasn't to the level of his other album. But we had talked about this. We had talked mean, about this before the album came out. I think he deserves because we was like, does he deserve a pass if this album isn't as good as his other album? Before the album even came out, me and Brandon talked about this, and I think he does. But y'all have a different opinion on the album. But I feel like, regardless of what he did, his he got three certified classics, regardless of anything. So it's like right. I feel like right. if this album wasn't off the par, it didn't even matter. But I just. I'm not saying it was a bad album at all. I just but didn't enjoy it. Pete. I just personally didn't enjoy it as much Pete. as other albums. Yeah. Now, yeah. now, Pete, let me hold on. Let me say this, Pete. With uh -huh. J. Cole being our favorite artist, can we both agree upon this? I don't think his uh previous album was his best work. Like, I don't think it was, uh, it was the least the, the off season. The, the off um, season album. The off season album. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't really, I don't really go back and listen to it like that. That's not it. At I think all. it was good. I think it was good. I, I don't, don't know. It was bad. Yeah, I like you, Lev. No, it wasn't. It wasn't bad. I'm just was, saying, like, com compared compared to Born Center, Born Center and Forest Hill Forest Drive and For yeah. Your Eyes Only. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I could, I could agree with that. I could definitely agree with that. Like I said, I think out of his whole discography, it was the most digestible album. It was straight to the point. I don't think he had an overall bottom <clears throat> foundation. Like, hey, is it y'all want that mixtape code? I'm gonna give y'all a mixtape code, and I'm gonna do it in 39 minutes, like a like a drill, like a shooting drill, right. like yeah. all season. That, That's what that, I took that, from person, it. Personally, personally, I think him and Kendrick both was going less towards the commercial sound, more towards yeah. like the storytelling, the the lyrics. You know, they mm -hmm. wanted to actually, they wanted to actually make the consumer digest what they were trying to say instead but, of trying to get a, a crowd hype off a hit. So, but but um, that's kind of really how their style is in general sense. It's never really been different than that, right? They've only kind of really did their own, own thing, right. especially when we talk about Kendrick. I would say the exception, uh, Brandon, with the exception of Damn, I don't think that was... And I had to kind of catch myself from a previous oh, yeah, statement yeah, yeah. I made. I don't feel like Damn, he was trying to make commercial hits, but I do say if you want some of his most 
radio friendly songs, you revisit that album. Yeah. But uh, I'm mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to get my three out the way real quick. Not telling nobody up. Uh, okay. The weekend's Don FM. I love the album. I love. Oh the my god! I, I love that album. Weekend. I fucking hate the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we disagree. Hey, that's Brandon. That's Brandon. That's Brandon's favorite he, artist. He have the type of voice that I have a problem with when we talk about. Ari Lennox, like it's like oh, I can only. Okay. Hey, hey, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm the weekend is hard. Yeah, 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 one, one. I gotta disagree. The weekend is very talented. Like, but I'm saying it's just a type of voice that I just hate. Well, what kind of voice? Every, you know, everybody like is not, everybody is not R. Kelly and Tevin Campbell. Sir. <laughs> Damn. First of all, Tevin Campbell is that nigga. Don't you ever disrespect. Oh my god. Here we go. go ahead, Vaughn. Yeah, what's uh, your Down FM, uh Kendrick Lamar, of course, uh Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Mm-hmm. And um, like I just said, man, Denzel Curry, uh melt my eyes, see my future. See the future. Okay. See your future. Okay, Steve. y'all playing around with it. So I'm going with uh <laughs> Kendrick Lamar. You know, right. Big steppers, all that. All right. Uh push a T, bro. The shit is is, is dry. Like or like or y'all forgetting about like, this shit was hard. This shit was hard. I'm about to say uh, serious. And sequencing wasn't his best. Not not the best sequencing, but go ahead. Uh shit me. But um, and I'm gonna go with my nigga, Brent Fayez, Wasteland. That's oh, my I'm motherfucking good. shit. That's his okay. soundtrack to when he put on his Hawaiian shirts without <laughs> when he go out of hey, uh, the country. First of all, that Brent Fire is all gonna fuck with nobody saying, bro. That nigga. It was hard. Him. I, see, hey, I heard some of that album. Go bro, you know what's so crazy, that. dog? All y'all put Kendrick in there. I want y'all to answer this: Is this not Kendrick's weakest album? Yes, yes no. I agree. No. Yes. Okay, 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 okay. Nope. That's all I want to know. That's nope. all I want to know. No, nope. no. Nope. What's his week? Uh-oh. What's his weakest? His album? weakest what? album to me, and I'm gonna get the uh, the grain section eighty. I don't count Section 80. I, I don't that, count that, that, it was his yeah, first mainstream album. I think, it was I think Good Kid, Man City is his first like, album. It's mainstream. Mad City is the best album and he ever created. And I'm going to tell you yeah, the truth. Damn, yeah. you, listen yeah. to Damn now, opposed to when it came out five years. It, it's it's kind of watered down, man. I agree with that. I, I agree with that. But I don't count Section 80, though. I count Good Kid, Damn, The Pippa Butterfly, and this one. I'm saying out of those four, what's the weakest one? This one. I'm going with the untitled. Okay. No, I'm I'm going with the untitled because I don't even count that one. That's throwaway. That, that, that was <laughs> throwaways though. It was kind of like a compilation. It's uh, an album, fam. He 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 brung that shit out, bro. <laughs> no, but damn to me, and he brought up to Pimp a Butterfly, which people, some people, the uh, the masses like the whole is Kendrick's best work. But it's crazy. That's one A, one B, right there. Yeah, under. yeah, yeah. But yeah, but uh. Yeah. Let me say this. It's crazy because when it came out, I remember when, because it leaked a week earlier. People uh-huh. were shitting on that whole project. Now it's a classic. I think it's going to be the same thing with this album. Kendrick even was... said in an interview, I knew to Pimple Butterfly was going to be a body work that had to grow on people. I wasn't because... expecting people to love it. He told Jay-Z so at the Grammys. Off the real. He told it's Jay-Z at the so Grammys, I'm finna release something that a lot of my core fan base may hate. Jay-Z replied to him, said good. That way they can't put you in the box. Yep, because it sounded so different than Good Kid, Mad City. Everybody was expecting that same I sound, love, and everything sounded different. 
all of the jazz quality up in that. Like it was like some real old school type of shit. It was like the type of shit Juice was like twenty five, like way back then, <laughs> up, up, up in his time or whatever. Where he was just trying to, <laughs> he was trying to, he was trying to duck and dive what? back then. What? So, Boy, you, know, you two years stop. younger than me, sir. Stop. Oh, stop. Oh, my mom, my mom, man. I, I just thought we were talking about like way back then. So well, you know, well, if I was way them. back then, if I was twenty five, you was twenty three. Not, not to cut nobody off, man. If I can go ahead and get Jay Marley's top three and Brandon, uh, not trying to hold nobody up, man. Want everybody to speak? Oh damn. You say Marley you didn't say fat ass. What? Oh, no, we, no, forgot you. we forgot you. We forgot you. Fuck you, man. I'll try to say in pocket, cause. Yeah, please, please stay in your pocket. You can go ahead, fat man. Go ahead, fat. I'm sorry, brother. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, man. I had to be with uh, Brent Fries. That that shit was dope. My, uh, my Big Crit, Big Crit, oh, man. Yeah. That that's that album that went hard to me. Uh, come on, Don Trip, Christmas season two. Don Trip, you love you some yeah, goddamn yeah. Don Trip, don't you? You know who I've been listening to lately? I know I Larry June. Bruh, yeah. that, I just got put on to that nigga. Yeah. 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 That nigga hard at me, bro. That nigga hard, bro. Hey, if you want to listen to some pimping ass shit, bro. bro. I'm a big currency fan, right? That's always been my nigga. I just met him this year. I met. I just met Currency this year, bro. At the Rick Ross car show. I had bumped Damn, you met Spinner. That's crazy. Yeah, bro. Yeah, man. That shit was dope, bro. I'm rapping for him, man. I can't. Yeah, it was. It was a Rick Ross car show out here in Atlanta. He had a car show at his mansion. His crib, yeah. Hey, hey, hey! I'm finna go back and listen to all his shit. We're hard. Yeah, Larry that, Jim that, Hart, bro. And then uh I've been listening to Slum Prince lately. I don't know y'all know. Yeah. It's a straight nigga, pretty much. But like if I have to go back to a big Chris, see God, I, I like jazz type shit. So yeah. If y'all ain't even heard that the new Big Chris right now, y'all need to listen to it. It had it had to grow on a lot of people. I don't mind it. I don't think it's his best work, but I prefer it. Like, it was like an I'm about to say because we I, I liked it or whatever. Talked about this, Bun and mm-hmm. Jay Marley. Y'all talked about how good that shit was, and I was telling y'all it it was not it. Is it man? Like I said I liked it as a project, but like for as me and my list, whatever. Um, I wanted to just shine. I was just using it as a to shine light on stuff that I listened to that I liked it. Yet. And like I said, most of the names that y'all said are all up, all in agreement with, especially the the crypt, the fucking uh, Kendrick Lamar, the uh, King Disease, uh, the Freddie Gays. All those are things that I listen to, projects that I enjoyed, even the Joey, because like I mostly my 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 way of listening to music. What I do, like freaking any project, mind if I, because I'm always trying to discover a new artist that I can listen to. So I'm listening to. Every album that's out there, and if I like it, I fall in love. But like I said, those unbemented and Pusha T as well from you one that I, all people that I listen to that I liked as a project. So since all those have been said, I just say some people that haven't been saying shine light on them that I liked. I liked it. Uh, Lupe, I liked the Lupe album. This shit was uh good. It was this nice smooth album that he brought out. Lupe was, um was good. Freaking um, 
I'm looking at my list here. Like I said, I've, oh, I've, I forgot I've, one. I would say, um, who else? Somebody that I fucking, man, ain't nobody mentioned. Um, as far as me, as far as like, not like R&B dude, I like to, I think the last uh, John Lester project <coughs> was a decent project as well that I liked it, whatever. It had a good mist of uh, dual artists <laughs> and it also like didn't take away from uh, John Lester, like, uh, like voice or anything like that. I liked it out. And then um, I'll say for gospel rap, uh, Lecrae, Lecrae dropped something that I liked it, that was a project that I know not too many people only listen to that was uh, real solid. It was the fourth in his uh, church clothes album. So those three will be like other lists of albums besides the ones that y'all mentioned on here that I like to listen to. Hey, y'all listen to Westside Boogie? Yeah, I fuck with Boogie. Yeah, I fuck with Boogie from time to time. That nigga, was, that's what I forgot, man. The black superheroes. That shit go hard. Yeah. He very slept on by the masses, man. But uh, did we get man, Brandon, top you get your uh, selection? Yeah, Brandon. What's yeah, up? yeah. Mine's is mine's was definitely so so um so separately. Freddie and um Joey, and then uh King these three. So those are mine. Just cause I I uh, Joey's just cause it's um it just brought back that old New York style feel. That man, yeah, that definitely, is a that's definitely bro. number I one. Man. Joey, that shit is hard. Yeah. yeah, I definitely mess with that album. I I, I, that, I definitely Brown. like Freddie's man. Freddie's is just. He's definitely underrated, man. I feel like. Hey, I got a song all y'all can listen to, man. It's called First Thing. I don't know if y'all ever heard of it or not. Oh, who's who the nigga that sang the song? It's called First Thing by Tony Boy. Nah, I ain't heard that one. Mm-hmm. Y'all need to listen to it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to write that down, though. Man, yeah, you, if you want to hear some pimping, Larry June, that nigga, bro, Larry June, that's <laughs> hey, 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 hey. <laughs> yeah, man, it's over like Larry June, that nigga shit smooth. <laughs> he was on it Joe's is. album, man. If you haven't heard Joe's album, he had he had yeah. one of my favorite cuts on there, man. He was on there. That yeah. shit snapping. Hell yeah, honey, I'm crazy. I, I know. Um, I still can't believe that you you tripped up on the. J.I.D. Forever Story, bro. That shit was... It's it, one, and I'm I'm a fan of J.I.D. I prefer this album over his last album, because the last album seemed like one fat, big old fast break that never could slow down. Uh, <laughs> like, I really didn't know that he could, like, actually sing. He, he's he's very grown. talented, man. It's just, like, it's hard to explain. The same way Pete may feel about Mr. Morale and Big Step, it's kind of, I feel like, J.I.D. album, like, my favorite cut on album is Money. A lot of people hated Money. I love Money. I, yeah, that's, I hated that song. That's funny. I, I, man, that. how, how? The video. I, 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 didn't like, I didn't even see the video. I, I just I didn't like the song at all. You got like to get the video, man. I'm, I'm going to check it out. Man. I'm definitely check First, it out. I didn't like the song. B, B, you you, you got to excuse my cousin. Listen to this. Hold on. Bruh, tell him what J. Cole's weakest album to you. To oh, uh, his first album, oh. Sideline Stories. Fucking oh, child, yeah. Yeah. Fucking yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no,
Hey, stop. Let's not act like this wasn't this narrative. And that's the thing, though. But you you heard the hunger in them in them lyrics, though. You knew, like, man, this motherfucker was... I kind of thought Cole was when he first came out. Just being honest. Let me y'all Every person first album, they always going to go harder than anybody else because they got to prove a point. They got to prove they got to make a name for this. So when he already got that name... He didn't do it on that album. I will say this. He he started to develop more on his second album than he did his first. But the first yeah. one was still love, a classic yeah. though. Like, you know, you know what it was though? He he had um he had to have, he had to drop something before the first album came out because he said he didn't want to wait too long to put music out. His mm. first album was supposed to be Friday Night Lights. All the songs right. that were on Friday Night Lights were supposed right. to be the first album. So he had all his some of his best cuts were on there. So on the first album, it was missing a lot of those first cuts that he had on Friday Night Lights. Yeah, I love the warm up. That shit. That's, that's my favorite. Oh my that's my favorite that's, shit he's ever made. That's my favorite that, project that, he's ever made. That's that's fucking pure gold. Every fucking yeah. song, I, from right. top to bottom, everything is gold. But honorable right. mention, I doubt if anybody ever even hear or like try to like hear all these songs. I'm gonna go with my nigga Blast, bro. Came out with an oh, album. Oh yeah, yeah, Blast going called, too. Um, before you go, if if y'all haven't heard about Blast, B L X S T. Blast, I fucks with him. Like, 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 like he's good. Like his whole album got good quality. So absolutely, I yeah. I fuck with that album. Shout out Steve Lacey, Gemini Rice. I'm a Gemini. I fuck with that album, but uh. Okay, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I bet you would just be a part of the Gemini disgusting <laughs> nasty motherfucker. The Metro Boomin that came out recently. It's um, I hear that Metro Boomin, yo. What's next? It's on you, Juice Man. You want to bring it in the city? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Last week, fellas, we was uh, arguing over something that we've been arguing about on this show from hell, probably the first time we ever started even doing this shit. Um, we've been talking about just debating over certain topics, and one of them that came up was cereal. And last week, we was hearing some I of the most, blasph- the most blasphemous shit <laughs> I ever heard in my life about cereal and what was you know, tier one and then tier three. Now we're gonna rank these damn cereal and get this shit over with once and for all. Tier, nah, tier three. First, huh? tier, hold on. Tier three means trash. Tier two means you all right. Tier one, uh, you goaded. Now y'all gonna kick this off because one and Vaughn, wait till y'all hear they ridiculous ass answers. Go ahead. Right, go ahead. We're gonna vote on <laughs> this. Everybody gonna uh, vote on this and we're gonna see what we're gonna put them in. Go ahead. Okay. What's your first series? Hundred bunches of oats, man. Oh, I'll put that as a three. That's a three off top. That's trash. That's three. I put it in. I put that's it in two. I put it in that's, two. That's that's easily a two. Easily a two. Yeah, I put it in two. I put it in two. Because it ain't it ain't it ain't goaded. It ain't goaded, but it ain't trash. Nigga, no, it's all it trash. Trash. No, it's not, bro. You tripping, bro? It's a four. Y'all niggas don't like trash. That's trash. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Who <laughs> said it was trash with me? Brandon. I said it was trash. Damn, yeah, bro. Hey, real, real, real like nigga. Activity. Trash, bro. Trash. Nah, bro. No, <laughs> who was it? Honey Bunches of Oats. 
No, that shit ain't trash. Raisin Bran, that's trash. Yeah, that's trash. We don't get to that bullshit. We don't get to that bullshit. And shout out to RDC World, because that's where I got it from. You know, if you don't know who RDC World is, something wrong. You know, they hilarious. Funniest niggas on Instagram. Sure. Easy. Oh, yeah, Razor Brand, that's your choice. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. One at a time. So pretty much we all in agreement that Honey Bunches of Oaks, what? Well, I got two trashes. Oh, no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking with it. Hey, nah, I, I love it. All right, so so we're going we gonna to say all right, all right. Raisin Brand. Trash. 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 Everybody, nobody, nobody cares about their dookie getting regulated, sir. We are all in our twenties and thirties. We do Brandon, not care about this. Brandon, Brandon, Brandon probably like raising brand. You like raising brand? Uh, brand? Nah, uh, nah, okay. not anymore. Are you bro? How younger? do y'all not like raising brand? This is raising brand. Right, right, right. What the hell? Sit really, really. I fuck with it, bro. You know they got me on the flavors. You don't have to stick to the original box. All right. I'm gonna go with one of my personal favorites. Here it is, um, cinnamon toast crunch. No, tier one. Yeah, that's one. That's a three. What the fuck? That's man? Be a three what? Me, man. It's what? a three. Yeah, okay, it's gotta be a three. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Fat. I don't give a damn if they put me in a sugar coma. I'm going to eat the shit. That shit I don't care. That buzz, man. We're passing block this nigga, bro. Like, like. Yeah. Man. It's hard to get to the bottom of the and make it milk sweet, dog. Right, man. Nigga, look. Every time I eat a hundred bucks, I ain't going to lie. Every time I eat a hundred bucks, crunch, bro. I swear, nigga, everything start getting dizzy and shit, bro. Then my stomach start hurting. Listen, 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 listen. That's a part. That's a part of. That's a part of the trip. That's a part of the. You know the. Nigga, I got weed for that. All right, no, no, but you is a motherfucking diabetic. That's too much sugar for you. I'm gonna throw out another one. I'm kind of nervous because I think y'all gonna crucify this. Please. Don't do it. Uh, Fruity Pebbles, one of my favorites. Too sugary. That's, go, two. Man, that's a two. one, bro. Go that's a two. one, bro. I say two. two. I say two. I say two. I say two. I say two. No, 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 no. I got one for y'all. Honeycomb. Three. I say, I say two. Three. Oh, I'm going to go with three, three because I don't like honeycombs like that. How about this? A good old um thing that everybody fuck with. Apple Jacks, baby. One. Oh, that's one. I that's one. That's one. That's one. It don't. It don't taste the same as how it used to back in the day. But see, back in the day, you used to get that powder at the end of the bag. Say, you pour that in the milk. <laughs> <laughs> I never did. I ain't never did that. I never did that. <laughs> I ain't did it either. What? Like, bro, we talk about this shit all the time. Don't that take? Like, do you know the little? Jamie cakes don't taste shit like how the fuck it used to taste when oh, I was a kid. Hey, 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 we don't have a we don't have a draft on that pretty soon. We absolutely Look, don't. Yeah, we, we, that we definitely having a draft up on that. Yeah. Because I got you. Oh, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Rice Krispies. Uh, three. 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 Oh, three. no. You put the three. sugar in it? You, the sugar? You, it's a three. Yeah, you should come. Look, look, look. Look, that's look, look, with me, man, I always didn't know how much sugar to put in the motherfucker, so I either overdid it or underdid it. I mean, 
just just until you at coma risk, you know, do something like that. But uh, I mean, if you gotta put like sugar rice, in cereal, that's trash. If you have to add sugar, oh, cereal, that's trash. sugar banana, <laughs> flavor, hey. flavor, so y'all disappoint me. Y'all disappoint me, right? Flavor so simply. I like the when did you start to like flavor? You raisin bread eating motherfuckers. Okay, raisin bread has flavor, so a lot of people overlook that. They do have different flavors. Okay, what is the flavor? What is the flavor? Where is it coming from? It's the raisins, bro. And the raisins don't act like the raisins don't have fucking sugar on it, nigga. I wouldn't know because I don't eat this shit, nigga. Okay, one one y'all overlook the OG. Raisins anyway. It's raisin. Hey, Frosted Flakes. Frosted Flakes. I said, I said, right. I said, Lucky Charms. One. Yeah, no, no, Frosted Flakes number one. Bro. Three, three. I say Frosted Flakes one. Frosted Flakes one and Lucky Charms two for me. I'm gonna say mm-hmm. this. Y'all gonna think I'm crazy, but hit me out. Only way I'm putting Frosted Flakes at number one is if I can add bananas to it. Y'all hear this nigga Brandon? He said he said both of those before. Lucky Charms and Frosted. Lucky Charles at the, 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 <laughs> the Brandon, Brandon, the Mark make Lucky bro. Charles a two condo. Yes, yes, yes. Nah, for bro. Sure. Condo. I used to I used to eat a lot of that, but nah, bro. After I after that last time when I had to go to the restroom, nah, bro. Nope. Bro, you said Flakes may be the only cereal where it's generic brand hit just as hard as the original. Yeah. Front of place I mean, because that's that, that, that Tony Cousin, uh, Terry, you know? Uh, <laughs> so... <laughs> So the one I'm about to say right now, go fuck all y'all. Only look. way I'm eating frosted flakes is if they got, you know, I chopped some bananas in. I can't eat it just regular. That's just not, nah. Hey, um, y'all ready for oh, this? Oh, oh, uh, 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 hold on. I got it. Dig them smacks. Five. Damn, five. I damn, 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 <laughs> one that likes to be regular, sir. One, one that got doodle problems. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Hey, look, I got one for y'all, man. Go ahead. Here we go. The mini weeks. Two. I ain't never here. No, that's two. A, two. Look, I ain't never two. had. Hey, hey, two. Are you a real one? Hey, I'm bitches good. I ain't never had. You talking about the frosty one? What? Yeah, them bitches good. Yeah. yeah. Hold on, hold on. I just really like the fucking mini weeks, bro. Yeah, them shits is good, bro. Them shits is the frosted side, side head. Yeah, nigga, look, look. Y'all flipped it to the other side, man. It's, it's good that way. You got two sides. You got the regular side and the frosted side. Hold on, hold on. We cannot, we cannot have a drive without one of my all-time favorites, Captain Crunchberry. One. Let me just one. cut my mouth. Three. I three. say three. Yeah, I three. say three. I actually, I actually say three. Three. Hold on, I give Crunchberries. Yeah, I'll take them over tricks for sure. 
with sure. ease. With ease, tricks are horrible. It's easily Captain Crunch Berries. That's doo doo. I don't even like. Uh, I don't even like you doo doo. <laughs> can I can I ask? Hey. Uh, can I ask you mean, me a question real quick? Okay. I'll go ahead. Okay. You familiar with the, the original Captain Crunch? Are you familiar with the Captain Crunch just with the Colonels? How do you feel about that? That is a one. That's a Thank one. Thank you. Hell no! I'd rather have the bears in there. No, I say two. man, no, I man. Two. I say two. Have the ones with just the, 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 the you know the crunch in there. They cutting your goddamn top of your roof of your mouth. <laughs> Come on, no. I say two, bro. I say two for the original one, the regular one. All right, I got a question for all y'all. Y'all remember okay. the ones uh like the beer punch dude, like the Count Dracula and shit. Yeah, I didn't. Them shits were all trash. They were all trash. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they are horrible. Oh, yeah, Reese's Puzz. Look, he said, Brandon said Reese's no, no. Puzz. What y'all think about Reese's Puzz? Brandon said, I love I fuck with Butterfinger. I mean, Butterfinger with peanut butter, but uh, I'm gonna put it at two. I say two. I say two. Reese's, but that trying to be a cereal is a definitely three. Folks. I say two. What? All right. Boy, everything one. can't be plain and salty, my nigga. What about the Oreo brand cereal? Hey, we talked about this. I have a problem when it get just like a little soggy. It's like, no, nah, fuck that. That's a three, two. Okay. So, so right. y'all ain't like Cookie Chris? Cookie Chris was okay. I Cookie know. Chris is a two. Absolutely. Two. Yeah, two. Okay. I cocoa pool. Two. A twelve. Goddamn it! That's when I'm when I'm. <laughs> I said a twelve. That's the bottom of the bottom right there. I'm gonna be real. Two. I'm gonna be real. What about pops? Pops. Two. That's a two. That's a three to me. That's a three to me. That's a two. I can't get jiggy with that. Bro, that's old school shit. That it I is old school. Shit. Yeah, them shits is old school for sure. It's trauma. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, I wanted to say I had, I saw that y'all had written down uh, the best Lakers trade. I just wanted to hear what y'all thought about that real quick. We ain't got to spend Ooh. too much time on that. Y'all, somebody wrote down when you sent me the topics, you put the best Lakers trade. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We ain't got to spend, uh, spend too much time on it, but I want to know. Um, out of the three, the rumors I heard, shit, like I said, I was just, um, I said, if you can play fake GM, which one of these three trades would you make if you were selected today? It was uh, the Pacers. You got Turner, and you got a uh, freaking um, Buddy Hill. The Bulls is uh, DeRozan. Shout out to DeRozan on the show. And mm-hmm. uh, they had Vic, but I said like uh, Caruso and maybe uh, Free My Nigga Drogic. So those are three trades or whatever. Uh, can I can I go first? Whichever yeah. trade that puts Russell Westbrook on my Miami Heat in order for us to win, that's the trade. Hey, you, a heat, you a Heat fan, bro? My yeah, I'm a Heat fan. That's what I was that's saying. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go with the Bulls. I'll take the Bulls. I'm, trend. On my life, yeah. I'm putting Brody on the 305, so uh yeah. Nah, that's I don't think I don't I don't I don't think I don't think he'll do us justice, bro. Honestly. I don't think Westbrook would do us justice. Uh, I, I do. I, I'm gonna tell you why I disagree. <laughs> We have enough shooters around to where he can be aggressive and really attack like he should. 
But the thing is, what what are we giving up for Westbrook? That's the question. We were sitting in the white. Oh, Kyle Lowry. Um, <laughs> one of them white boys. Uh, they wanted they wanted the shooters. <laughs> wait, 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 Duncan, Duncan Robinson. We ain't get rid of Duncan Robinson. We ain't gonna get rid of Tyler Hero. Overpaid ass. We ain't gonna. Mm-mm. He gonna have to earn that. Overpaid. So, he averaged twenty three points. Listen, 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 play listen Marlon, Marlon, Marlon. Thank you, thank you, Carl. Thank you, right there. He was hey. Don't don't get fooled by fool's gold because when he get in the playoffs, man, average, nigga, I'm when he get in the playoffs, when he get in the playoffs and he averaging twelve, I, I'm a, I'm gonna ask you now how you feel about no, that contract. Yeah. Now? If he does that, then I would say that. But as of right now, he's doing the job yeah, that win. If 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 win, win. What are you talking about? The nigga took over in the bubble. He was fucking lighting it up. What are you talking about? The last playoff, he never built it in the playoffs. More. I, I, I disagree, bro. I'm sorry. Um, after that shit happened up in the bubble, that nigga ain't do shit after that. Exactly. Thank you. So I, um, I, I think the I Bulls think, trade would be the better scenario. I think you're getting another. Honestly, uh, if if I could tell the truth, um, I'm gonna trash ass me. Um, every motherfucking body that you talk about is fucking boo boo, fucking garbage, fucking the the. Warren, the can I say something? No, no one gives a fuck about Brooklyn. So Actually, we, we don't care about you keep that shit. We to don't yourself. care about Brooklyn. <laughs> exactly. That was hey, that was he gonna be asking in the playoffs when they get put out again. Where the what fuck the is fuck they? Fuck um, no more. That's old news. No, it ain't old news. It's it ain't, they, still a, they still a loser screwed away from blowing hey, that shit. Molly, you is a part of the heat that got white people trying to um beat y'all fucking leaders. I ain't trying to hit. Right? Oh my god. You know what? Ain't got, you, ain't got, you, um, you, you got hero and fucking Robinson as as the people. Nigga, you got out. Joe Harris. What the fuck? Hey, hey, hey motherfucker. Don't hey, we you got talk about Joe Jesus. Don't Jimmy, you dare. J- Joe Jimmy, Jesus. Jimmy Butler is the man in Miami, bro. Jimmy Jimmy Butler is the number one guy in Miami right now. So. Of course, of oh, course. Right, but but do you actually hear people talk about Jimmy like that? No. I, I, I really in the playoffs. In the playoffs, everybody. Yeah. Oh yeah, the playoffs. They definitely talk about playoffs. Playoffs see a totally different playoff time. They have no other choice but to talk about. See, 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 I don't want to jinx it. Like, I don't want to jinx it and say playoff Jimmy. And then it turned out into a playoff P situation. I don't but but not to get so far into this you know, basketball. Tunnel. Um <laughs> Juice, what do you feel? You say it was hypothetical trade saying uh Westbrook to Miami, okay. Um uh, oh, no, 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 no. I'm I, no seriousness. And if I'm gonna be real, I don't think the Lakers should get rid of Westbrook. I think Patrick Beverly and uh Kendrick Nunn are the two tradable oh, assets. Personally, look, look. If 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 I was being real, this is the perfect time to get rid of Westbrook because point blank, y'all need shooters around AD and 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 LeBron. We and I ain't talking about no bullshit. As <laughs> I'm talking about, Who coming off their bench, averaging though? like like a good amount up on the three point line. Who coming off like, their bench though? Huh? Who coming off their bench if they get rid of Westbrook? Who gonna come off their bench worth a fuck? <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, really? Uh, I really don't go, like, all right. Right now, Westbrook is in that predicament because they put him there, right? I right. personally think Westbrook was just up in a slump when, whenever he was doing bad. He's still a, a capable 
person who can fucking start, honestly. So I don't like I never seen him on the bench and just think of him as a bench person. I I never right. did that, honestly. So I mean, I just take it as the same shit as right now. Like shit, um like point blank. I well, I guess they saying he is a bench person, but I mean other than him, whoever is the the person getting points right now would just have to be that person because I mean, ain't got nobody. I mean, I'll see the shoulder. I'm assuming I haven't watched him. So he is straight too, though, right? Maybe they can fit his role with whoever they trade for Westbrook and yeah. LeBron go back to the point. I mean, the year they won, he was the point guard. I mean, his- bro, Le- LeBron playing, playing, LeBron playing like he playing against monsters every night. I don't know if you've been watching these games. Bro. Oh, man, bro, it's, it's listen, bro. It's it's perfect though. Have have fucking AD doing his shit. Mm-hmm. Put fucking LeBron at the fucking one. And put just shooters, bro. I mean, some some fucking sniper range, like real live shooters, bro. Like, bro, the the type of people ain't gonna, that they have ain't gonna work. Like, regardless, just because they ain't good enough for shooting, like you is why. Like, bro, AD is gonna clog up some. Um, you can can have a wide open shot, motherfucker. Are you gonna be forty percent? Are you gonna be like like good enough for forty percent? Like I I need you at forty. I feel you. I mean, we'll see, man. We'll see. For me, out of the two trades, I would say the Bulls one because they get Caris back, who's a defensive piece for them, and then like you said, like Drogic could be somebody to be that point guard uh, for the second unit that they could use or whatever. So I feel like those two pieces of work, and then I feel like the Rosen to be. Um, Another score for them or whatever. So I feel like that was would do like a three team trade. Than, than for them to do the Turner one because the Turner one if, uh, is depending on if AD don't want to play the center. And then Buddy Hill, I don't think he I know, that Buddy Hill is a golden goose right there. Like that's that's somebody that you would need. I think I think that actually I think that actually might be the best one. The Turner and Hill one, I think that might be the best one actually. I don't know. I agree, disagree. Like I don't know. I like. I like. Caruso, shoot, Caruso I don't know was already over there. I've been finished his career. Caruso was already over there. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Caruso. Caruso. I, I fuck with Demar though. I fuck with Demar. I think Demar. Demar is going to actually uh, definitely that's, be a good score. That's straight mid range. It's already going to be clogged up because AD already in the paint, yeah, doing what yeah, he's yeah. supposed to do or whatever. That's straight mid range operating. Why but do that when, when you can have a person like Hill that can be out up on the corner and can and, and gonna let that bitch fly? I mean, but we not we, let's not act like uh, Demar Derozan is a three point shooter. I mean, that's no, not he's happening. not. No, he's not. He can. He's, not. he's no, not. no. He he ain't at all. I but, say uh, that I, I say that paces him, man. Because Buddy Hill gonna add that three point shooting, and you get somebody to come off uh, for AD. I mean, he's not consistent at all. He can go from he's one day not. Like not, but almost single digit to like now it's like full roller coaster with him. But I feel like you get, we, you get size and shoot. I'm also up. talking about yeah, a type of person true. to where they worried about him. If you go on the Lakers, you ain't even the third option. You know, like like motherfuckers ain't care about you, right? So right. he can get hot. Like I mean, hey, we just gonna have to wait and see. We just gonna have to wait and see. Okay. For sure. But man, right. 
if you're new to this platform, man, welcome. If you're not, you know what time it is, man. <clears throat> Brother Marla, would you please bring her in and let her do the honors? When my heart has been broken and I'm climbing my walls, I need a man who will make house calls. I need love, Yeah, y'all, yeah, y'all. We're back up in this thing once again. <laughs> I am the love doctor, and we back with another love connection. Uh to all the players in the place to be. How y'all doing on this fine Sunday evening? Good, love, doctor. All good, brother. Doing good. Okay, okay. I'm okay. good, bro. You know, y'all sound a little sleepy, a little dry. You know, <laughs> all right. So, uh, <laughs> um, without further ado, um, we're just gonna jump into this thing with some questions. You know, we since we got some goats in well, here, you know, doctor, it's only right. Come on, now you already know how I operate, man. I got a couple questions. In my oh, God you got a question? Oh, okay, man. okay. Well, you know how slow the new Rose Royce be. Come on with it, then, damn it. <laughs> Okay, okay. I which I'm 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 kind of happy now to ask this question because we have a couple of people that is already married, and um we also have a person that you know trying to get married. You know, what I mean, hopefully if he don't just go on and fuck up in between that time because <laughs> you do know that he is naturally a little slow. But um okay, <laughs> um. I was mm-hmm. hearing an interview. Tia Mari had an interview talking about, you know, Corey Hardrick, her her husband, and they mm-hmm. they talked. Well, she talked about how it was a successful marriage, even after 14 years of marriage, you know, mm-hmm. is heading to a divorce. So mm-hmm. I wanted to ask everybody up over here, what mm-hmm. do you call specifically a successful marriage? I was well, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You Ooh. ain't even gotta go no further. I'm gonna just go on this okay. okay. one that your ass still in, involved in, not one that you're getting rid of. That's so, a successful so marriage. It, it, it can't be successful if y'all get a divorce. Hell one, one. When you graduate <laughs> from school, do they tell you you got all else, but you finna walk across the stage? <laughs> I'm just asking now. I'm just asking. Come on now, that don't even I make sense. I, I agree with that. I agree. I'm just asking. That, no, no, that's that's false. That's big cap. Like what's no, what, what's cap? I mean, how are you successful in something that you couldn't withstand? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, I agree. like, can, can you have a successful marriage even though it ends in a divorce? Like, no. cause, look, no. like, I was always raised, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, to death do us part, right? But mm-hmm. now, uh, like, like with this generation, with this people, sometimes mm-hmm. you just know that shit just don't work out as y'all grow and evolve. Like, the, mm-hmm. the person that happened 12 years ago probably ain't the same person that you want to be with now, right? Mm-hmm. So, is it possible to where y'all have completed a task, you know, like, y'all, mm-hmm. like, did the best of the best, you, you completed, you know, everything, you, 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 each person have evolved, but y'all also know that y'all evolving, like, <sighs> Apart from each other, can I can okay? I can, can I ask a question for your question? Yeah. Not that, you know, and I'm gonna let everybody else go. Um, by that logic, if that's considered successful, what do you call the people that actually don't get a divorce and stay within and stand withstand the test of time? What are they? I, hmm. I, I, 
I just think that that's like the real deal. Like me personally, mm-hmm. this generation, I don't think people is getting married for what they actually getting married for. So, I mean, I take those as real people going through the trials and tribulations. So, like in, so in other words, so in other words, you you going into a situation knowing that nine times out of ten, as you get older, y'all gonna end up divorced. No, that's that's not me. But well, well, it depends upon the assets and the liabilities here when we're talking Ooh. about war. Oh but my God, we America because top gold it is a, we we're talking about a contract to an extent. But that's why I wanted to ask the married man and the soon to be married man if he don't you know be his organically crazy self. But yeah, so. Y'all got the flow. I ain't married, so y'all go ahead. Who, who's married on here? Uh, oh, what? Fat, Fat oh, okay. and okay. Uh, Marley. Okay. And Vaughn, he engaged. He's going to get married in July. So everybody here in a relationship, pretty much. Yeah, yeah I, I got a, you know, I got an old lady, but I ain't getting married. But I said Marley, uh, Fat, what do y'all want to answer first? I mean, it's cool. Uh, <clears throat> one, what I think Juan was mostly saying, like, I think it was Jason, I'm saying about like it's not possible to get married because you are in it. But I think Mo, so where his point was like, are you saying that y'all can go to that divorce but still be mutually like, you know, no animal, whatever, be mutually like, 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 like the the type of thing that I was saying was was just like, <clears throat> like, I like, like every now and then there is some people that I, I think that they, they actually do go through, you know, 20 years of relationship or whatever as a kid, evolve, mature, and understand that for the kind of person that they is right now, it's best to just, you know, go and go their separate ways. Is that still successful? Or is it like, because I don't think everything now up in this generation, the the thing that I thought successful is till you die. But now I'm 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 starting to kind of have problems with it because I, I don't think that that's how it goes anymore, honestly. So so pretty much like you said, we're assigning the contract, right? And right. the contract states in and there it said till death do us part. Right. So pretty much we were supposed to be together until uh-huh. one of us died. Uh-huh. All right. I'm trying, I'm trying to understand the question, man, before I get my educated answer. That's a hard yeah. that's a hard question to answer, man, because it, it's it like, how many people stay married even though they shouldn't still be married? <laughs> it happens. That's, that's true. That's true. Right. Exactly. That is true. And also, who is giving up quickly just because it's just a problem because yeah. uh, uh, I, a lot of times the people who got the money or whatever would just easily just say fuck it you know uh, yeah. I, I, I feel that see I, with me you know what I mean? I'm happy that my girl still you know married to me after all this crazy shit mm-hmm. that we've been through so like to me I think what makes a successful marriage is like understanding each other type shit and like I even if like I don't plan on getting divorced like shit, it's to, to, to death do us part type shit. Right. You know, supposed to be in love, taking the burger up. But anyway, like to me, if we was to get divorced, but we still cool, cause like I knew this truck driver and he was married, but him and his wife decided to get divorced, but they still together. 
So like I I don't know if there's them being a successful relationship or that right. marriage type shit. Like with us, you no, know, of course things might still get hard. I just think it's all about the time and determination and what we have, you know, in store for each other to make it just a different marriage type shit. Because of course, every, every relationship is different. Everybody, ain't nobody gonna say tell me that they in a relationship with somebody and they have an argument. They have, they have argued. They mean, to me personally, that's not no no, no love because they ain't got no disagreements with anybody. Right, Everybody yeah. just okay, yes, and nah. To me, a social marriage is understanding each other. And depending on how long it goes, if it's still going type shit, we'll make a successful marriage. Okay, um, so 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 just like just like quickly. Um being in the right for 14 years, 14 years they divorced. Is it to up 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 in your heart? Up in your eyes, in your head, even though they happy, they living their best lives, or this or that, is that would you consider that a successful marriage? No, 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 I, no because I, they I got divorced. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. I don't say they a successful relationship. I can kind of understand one trying to aim at, like you know. Yeah, it's a hard question, man. It it really is. It really is. I get one credit. Um. Hey, right. Shit, they just coming out of one mouth. Nah, nah, I ain't gonna do it like that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, let me let me say this. Let me say this. What is it's like, what is your goal when you get married? It's to right. be together. And, y'all literally answer, wait, 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 wait. But y'all answering your own question. You answering it already. Till death do you do us apart. So it's like if if they not dead, one of them ain't dead, then Bro, they but, failed. Him, they didn't stay him, together. Really being honest, right? Mm-hmm. And we really into it the way we really into it. They're right. just like just saying about the Bible, about the commandments, or this or that, or whatever. That's still mm-hmm. kind of like a Bible type of thing, right? You know right. what I mean? Like we're not in this world that that we really care. Like we're more spiritual than religious, right? Uh, like, 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 people is not really into that type of age anymore. So, if we really went to the to death, do you part? You know what I mean? Type of shit for sickness or health and all this shit. Or are we really talking about right now in this generation? Okay, this okay, generation okay, right now? okay. Let me let me let me ask a question. Let me ask a question to the married man on on the panel. Mm-hmm. If y'all were to, you know, not saying I hope, you know, I hope y'all last forever. If y'all were to get divorces, would y'all feel like y'all completed something or y'all? That's a great question. You know, Hell no. Nah. Because then I'm losing, I'm losing my partner in crime. I'm losing my best friend. I'm losing shit. Like everything that we built and worked towards, like shit, is all gone now. So I, that kind of answer. Anybody else is going to be like us. You know, P and, P and Brandon, y'all more than welcome to chime in. I mean, I'm just, you know, I I, I spoke, like, basically what I'm saying is it's kind of, it ain't a double standard. It's more like I, I get what the mentality is. It's like, yo, we still in a great space. We just know we're not good together. That's cool, but let's not negate the fact that it's a failed marriage. 
I, I think given time, I, that's what happened. I feel like if, given if, time, if, that, yeah. bad. Oh, go, go ahead, bro. No, I think given time, that's just that's sometimes that you just can't anticipate that kind of stuff. So that's what just happens. Right. So I don't think in that sense it's a failure. But if you I, well, like you said, if you continue to be together, then you know. Like, oh my. Oh. I was. I thought he was done. I thought that was uh, no, no, a. I, I, I guess like. I, I guess just like it's when we think about like in general, like how you grow, like how you how you grow as a person, like from different from twenty five to thirty, like it could be different when you get older. So right. necessarily, you might grow apart. So. And you know, on that note, that, you don't see it as a failure. Oh, that's interesting way to look at it. <clears throat> I, I see it as a failure, personally. That's that's what I see. That, I see. I, I, I'm I'm a believer in ult, uh, ultimate happiness, man. And hey, if I feel like my happiness with this person has ran its course, uh, exactly. we're not good for each other intimately, ma'am. Hey, why hold you up and hold myself up? Because I mean, gonna be two hundred right. together. So I mean, go get go get mm-hmm. what you want. If I'm not giving you what you feel you deserve as a wife, as your husband, by all means, I won't stand in your way, man. Yeah, so I, that's the same type of NGO. I'm like, yeah, um, in society, that would look how like juice and like peace and yeah, that uh, point blank, just as point would be like a failure. But for me, um, if like a better, like, I would see something as more like failure if it's like y'all like at each other's neck, like it's an ugly divorce, it's like fucking like, <clears throat> claws out, like you're doing like dirty stuff that you don't even care about just to hurt the other person. And in divorce situation, I feel like that would be like something ugly. But like how what Vaughn and Juan are describing, I feel like, yeah, if we just go on with like how life can go and you grow out of something and there's no animosity, no peace of everybody in peace with it, you can st- they can still call that a successful mar- marriage, even though society would say that that was a failure. If that's yeah. how they see it. Okay, so for Vaughn and Jay Morley, um, it like could you call a successful marriage you know like that like you know y'all done spent you know 10 20 25 years or whatever grew apart and y'all decided mutually even though y'all probably still good friends at the end or you know like me like anything would happen would you consider that being a successful marriage no, we're not. Married. We're not married anymore. How can it be? Right. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Jay Morley. Jay Morley. Casey. Fat and 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 um the person who's trying to get married eventually. Yeah, fuck you know my goddamn name. name. <laughs> <laughs> By the definition of you know what a marriage is, the fact if we're not still together, uh-huh. no, it's, spiritually it's, and it's eternally, no for you. yeah, but but by, by the letter of law, no, it's not, it's not, that, it's a no for you, uh, okay, Jay Marley, talk to me. Even though you is fucking retarded, your goddamn <laughs> self. But um, for the sake of asking this question, I'm 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 hoping that you're on my side over here. Talk to me now, Jay Marley. What's up? Oh, shit, I, I was about to, and then you just called me mental retarded. So you know I'm wrong with this shit. <laughs> 
You got any more questions? So I, can, I want to ask these questions, man. Oh, I'm, I'm, well, I do have another one, but I'm going to hold off on it. Okay. Okay. I, I, okay. Can I have one right. or whatever, but I'll let you get to yours. I can do mine at the end because I just think it'd be a quick response one. But yeah. Okay. 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 Um, This question is specifically for our guests, P and Brandon. They eat ass, huh? Whoa, whoa, okay. whoa, 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 is that what you're saying? Whoa. P and Brandon, here got my question. Marley, you and that damn soundboard. Chill. Hold on. What are what are the do's and don'ts in the dating world of Georgia? Y'all got the flow. What's the pros and cons of dating in Georgia? The brothers uh, always ask for pictures first. <laughs> oh, damn. Well, hey, yeah. if, if you know, you <laughs> know. Hey, you know, you hey. <laughs> hey, I got a partner up there. He absolutely right on that. Oh. I heard a story about that. Yes, yeah, so we heard about that. That's crazy. Oh, man. I think oh. it does. I, I don't think it's subjected to just Georgia. I think it's the same everywhere. I don't think it's anything different here in Georgia. I mean, it's kind of the same everywhere, honestly, to me. I don't even like being here. I want to move back to Florida. Honestly. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I throw that down like this and you win and damn skip it, boy. Hey, hey. Or, or y'all like ever kind of nervous for chick to like take your goddamn car? No, no. <laughs> no? Yeah, no. No, no not, not like but that. We, I've, I've no. been... Hearing about a see, lot. See, of, I'm a, I'm gonna be real. See, I, the reason why I asked that because it's like they, they consider y'all what uh, black Hollywood, right? Mm-hmm. So what I'm getting to is is like, do you have to watch out for the um the big cap? Like you get the women that you know you thinking like they all high and pristine and they living straight out them projects, but they putting on this facade like they like on a higher level than you or they they only talk to a certain type of guy but in actuality it's like yo you you a hood booger but you you trying to portray this image like you out here really doing it which not saying that they don't do it in other states but i'm just saying in atlanta where in georgia it's kind of like they put that up there like yo everybody up here just balling we having a good time this black hollywood we got something going on all the time like is it always like this it's not always like that. It's hard to separate it from anywhere else in America because, like I said, I feel like most places are the same. But I don't think it's like that. I think we do have a lot of women that are self-centered here. I do think, like, like if that's what you're saying, there's a lot of self-centered women that going for that want to go for guys that got the bag, so to so to say. But I think that's women everywhere, dog. I don't think it's much of a difference, here, even though you know that's funny that y'all say Black Hollywood because I think a lot of people do consider Atlanta to be Black Hollywood. But at the end of the day, I feel like. Man, the women here ain't no different than the women in Mississippi, bro. To be honest with you, dog, they all got the same characteristics. Whoa, whoa, they all got. Whoa. They just look. They may look better. They may. Whoa, look yeah, better. yeah. I was gonna say, boy, I seen some of them booties. Yeah, I seen yeah. some of them yeah. booties, Jordan. They, just... they may got fat asses out here and shit like that, but at the end of the day, characteristic wise and personality wise, man, they they the same as every other woman everywhere, man. It ain't nothing special out here. It ain't nothing less than it is out in anywhere else. To be honest with you, man, that's just my opinion. I don't know if Brandon feels any different. Brandon. 
I mean, it's kind of just really the same thing. Like, like he's saying, it's it's just whole. It's in in a sense, dating and all that kind of stuff. It remains to be the same from from state to state. You know, okay. it's you just past that going past that point of, of looking through all that bullshit because all that stuff doesn't become prevailing and out in the open until three months out. You know, from a relationship, right? Into a relationship, then you start really learning about that person. You know. True, true, true. Okay, okay, okay. If y'all want to wanna know where the women at, Costa uh-huh. Rica. Costa Rica? Costa Rica. I just came from there a couple weeks ago. We go out to get into the details after we hit the record button. Once that's off, we'll get the details. Ah, right, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, okay. What we, we I don't see, hold on, but that kind of made me want to ask a question because I like always like ask these questions to people Please. that's like a part of the show Please. as Please. as usual um because it was don't, just like Please a don't tell thing. me this is the same question you about that don't you do yes. it they, don't they, you they, they, oh they, my god that's the oh question my god. i already asked though right yeah yeah they ain't never coming back on here they're gonna be like this nigga right here is crazy uh, <laughs> go ahead go ahead okay. so yeah please, <laughs> Brandon, right? Um. Oh my God. Uh, I was just asking because I do have a person who is a part of our our podcast that you know is a little fluid compared to us. So are y'all like okay with eating ass? No. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> And oh, you know, you know, so, the little, you know the shit so it's a, a no go all the way, even if you got like up in yeah, a relationship, you is married, and she asked you to eat your well, she asked you to eat her ass, you ain't gonna eat it, bro. I've been with my girl for almost seven years, and I've never done that. And if she asks me, I'm never doing it, I'm not doing that. <laughs> you, I'm not eating your ass, you're a real you're one. Definitely, you definitely. Man, I'm not. I'm not eating anything that shit come out of, bro. I'm good on that, bro. I <laughs> have not, that ain't finna be. That doesn't appeal to me at all, bro. Like, come on, bro. No, man. We got two people on. Uh, we got two people on this show right now. The EAs. Two, yep. two people. Two of them. Who is it? Point him out. Point him out. Point him yep. out. Hey, hey, hey. One of them quiet because he drinking on some wine. One of them quiet because he drinking on some wine, and the other one is the one asking y'all the question. No, one one probably owns it and the other one's in the now. You know, it's all good though. Hey, hey man, I'm only human, man. Look, bro. We yeah, all have my license. In the uh, the other question I, I always ask or whatever, are y'all okay with like the trying to manscape? Because we got some people that still up in their caveman times. Or oh. like, do you want your mom smooth as eggs, niggas? Or or like nah? Nah, I, I, I don't I don't need to shave my shit. No, I'm straight on that. No. <laughs> y'all some old no. school motherfuckers for real, for P? real. Hold on, hold on. P, you a real nigga, Brandon. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Oh shit, my bad. I didn't even hear the question. What were we talking about? Shaving pubes? Do you shave yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, Manscaped, nigga. Manscaped. Oh, yeah, I do that. I mean, I okay. do. 
Hold on, hold on. See, 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 see. Let me tell you. Let me tell you why he asked I cut it you. You down. Though, I don't like me... shade that shit like baby, like yeah. Right. <laughs> see, he, he feel like see he trying to cater to the woman. Like he care that she down there choking on some goddamn pubic hair. I don't give a fuck. That's what it's the man. So, Look, if you going down there, anyway. Like, if you doing okay, down there, you but, gonna but, whatever but come what with it, come with it. Right. That's what I'm saying. Now, I, okay, okay, hold. Just stop me right there. You do. I ain't been cutting nobody out. So, P, do you feel the same way when you reciprocating that same favor? I don't want like a fucking nose full of fucking cat hair. You ain't got that life, I've done it. I've done it though. I've done it though. I don't want like a whole big ass bush, no shit like that. But it's like I've done it though. I've done it. I mean, but I prefer it to if it's a little hair. I ain't mad at that. If it's a little yeah, hair. This, 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 this I'm, I'm gonna keep it real. Hold on, hold on, cuz let me say this. If it didn't, if it didn't kill them niggas in the 70s when they was just into that goddamn <laughs> shit, goddamn it. Hey, get that bush. Man. Yeah, yeah, I ain't mad at it. Yes, because you were 28 up in the 70s, don't mean that man, everybody kiss my ass. That's funny as fuck. Uh, oh my god. Um, y'all, y'all ready for the question? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. All right, here it is. Um, <clears throat> if it's okay for a woman to leave a man if he goes broke, is it okay for a man to leave a woman if she's too big? Can I go first, please? Can I please go first? Go ahead. Raise your hand. Oh, yes. Bye bye, bitch. Um, if, if if we're up in a committed relationship, right? If, mm-hmm. if we're up in a uh, a relationship to where we understand each other, we already know like what's up. It especially if we up in a type of relationship to where you know my accounts and I know your accounts. Bitch, if you ain't got it, I can't fuck with you no more. Honestly. So she just just did you about it because once again I'm on my tunnel vision, right? I'm on my tunnel vision. I got my mindset of passive income. I got my mindset upon residual income. I got my mindset on being a CEO, not a fucking employee no more. So if you can't attribute to this, then you're more of a a problem. You're more of a fucking liability than an asset. If if we get into like the money one, of it, one, we talking, you turn talking about money. You talking about money? I'm talking about if she turning a fudgy the wheel, is you gonna lead this woman? I hold on. I I thought you said if no. Listen to the question. Now he said he said listen, if it's okay. If it's, if it's okay, okay for, for a woman, woman to leave a man yeah. if he's broke, is it okay for a man to leave if she gets too big? Right. Yeah. But you know oh, the money, and that's all he can money. I'm, exactly. I'm not gonna lie to you, Jay Marley, 100 true. I just heard money, so I just automatically took that shit as money. Okay, um, if she get too big, yeah, com- compare if I get broke type shit. I'm mm, saying that's a good one. Is because, it okay like, for a man to leave if the woman get too big? Like women, women the, say, you know, your body shame. Depending on what? De- depending on if we're talking about 20, 30 pounds compared to 180 pounds type shit. You know what I mean? Like it 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 depends on like where we're going there because I can easily talk to like the extra love handles and shit like that compared to me just trying to get your ass up out of the fucking couch. Now that's two totally different things. You know what I mean? So um, I personally think depending on the amount of weight, 
that that will tell me like whether I could or couldn't. Uh, Pete, Brandon, Vaughn, Marley. I think it's I think it's very shallow to leave a woman for that. But if you really care about your woman and you see that she's getting up and wait, tell her ass to get in the fucking gym. Baby, I'll oh, go with oh, you. Oh, she, she gonna leave you. He so made that shit sound just like one, two, <laughs> three. Make it sound so easy. Like, <laughs> hey, baby, you do kind of be. But look, y'all should be able to talk, be honest with each other, be open with each other. You should be able to have that conversation. Don't say it like how I just said it. Like, hey, baby, get your ass in the gym. Don't say it like that. But. <laughs> You nah, can. That's exactly how you see it. That motivation. Yeah. I nah, 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 but don't, but don't. I know I said it like that. Of course you can't. Of course we all know. We all men here. There, you know, there's certain ways that you can approach a girl and certain shit that you can't say, cannot say. But if you care about your woman, and you see she getting up and wait. Be like, hey man, let's let's run out to the gym together. Let's, try to make it about you. Don't try, make, She gonna know it's about her. But at the same time, try to make it more so about you. Like, let's run out to the gym together. Because I feel like there's no problem with that. Couples going to the gym together. Like, oh, so reverse What happened if she's talking that shit like, oh, I'm so big, I need to do this or that? Or are you going to agree with her or be like, oh, no. Like, yeah, bitch, you right. I need to smoke. Yeah, bitch, you right. I'm like, yo, big biscuit eating bitch. Nah, but uh, uh so, so pretty much, so pretty much, you could be, y'all, y'all sit on the couch here, you be like, you just look at us and you gotta, you gotta look at your face. She's looking like, what you looking at? Man, your fat ass. Oh, oh no! Hell no! Hell she no. knows though. Yeah, she knows. She knows. She knows. You can Man, talk look, about nah, it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Cause sometimes, like mm-hmm. in their brain, they don't know. Yeah. Like, you know, if they, they like, brain don't, their eyes ain't yeah. deceiving them. Look, you know how women be lying to me? They be like, yeah. "Oh yeah, you the best thing ever. You got the big." Dog. They be lying. Lies. <laughs> they know we ain't all that. But then all our friends, okay. All right, my gal, for instance, man, I was getting bigger than a motherfucker. I'm a 300 pound B, and like I've asked somebody, I look fat, nah, you okay? And I can go back to look at my old picture, cuz nigga, I was bigger than a motherfucker trying to wear tight clothes. <laughs> I'm, up here, see, I'm up here, fat as hell, trying to put it on a nail medium. No, no, well, I can't wear the motherfucker, but she gonna lie to me right in my face. Say, nah, baby, you ain't fat. Oh, okay. <laughs> She said it should hurt my feelings. Yeah, girl, um, look, look, man, she said I'll lose the weight, so she, Von, I want to see. Von, Brandon, y'all got anything? Um, I'll be real quick. Uh, absolutely. I mean, it, now, my woman, uh, my fiance, soon to be wife, yeah, she's a plus size woman. Now, if she gets to a certain portion where I feel just too much, it's like P said, hey, and we work out together time to time, just proposition her in a nice way or, hey, just bring to attention. Don't just, you know, True, like yeah. shit, but yeah. if she's hey not going for that, and she's just confined to hey, I'm gonna do what I want to do. Right. I'm at the lead because, like I said, I said it before, excuse me, on this show many times. Physical right. and vis- visual uh stimulation is gonna be the first thing you notice with the person you want to be with. I don't give mm-hmm. a fuck what nobody say. Right. They okay. they personality is what's gonna keep you. What you see is what's mm-hmm. gonna keep you. Right. Now, yes. that person, I mean, I mean, shit. Just give us some of your steroids. Yeah, she. Okay, okay, nothing. Oh. I did not take fucking steroids. <laughs> Do that same shit you was shooting up in your hip and having exactly. up in her hip, my ah! nigga. You know, I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> uh, it's y'all, ready, y'all ready for this next question? Mm-hmm. Uh, last question. What would you change about stereotypical? Black couples movies, or would you change anything at all? 
stereotypical. Man, I am so sick and tired. Oh, 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 in other words, any Tyler Perry movie, basically. I was just about to say that, bro. I am tired of, like, me, me personally, personally, I'm tired of every time I, I'm trying to watch, like, a black movie type shit, it always be, like, the the, the black dude cheating on the woman or the black dudes a sing fan, which, like, you know, this is, is real life shit, but I don't, every time my movie come on by a black person, I don't want to see the same shit over and over and over. It's like, not every black couple is like that. Oh, not every black people are like that. We actually had different lives than what they like opposed to be. That's just you no know, my ass type shit. I was talking. I think, it, like, I think it's that too. Yeah. I think it's like a, like more so. It's like the the stigma that every single black woman like, and especially in those Tyler Perry movies, right? They'll be like automatically just hurt and so the man did something to them and it's so terrible what they're going through and that they go ahead and find love and all that. Like, come on, man, that bullshit. It's yeah, not I, a cookie cutter. It's just not a cookie cutter type of thing and they, they just capitalize on that stigma in the black community. And it's not like that. It doesn't happen and it's, everybody's relationship is not like that. So We always sell our trauma to Hollywood. I noticed that. Yeah, that's yeah, the biggest thing about it—the the black trauma. That like this—that's what—that's what people want to see. That's what sells: black trauma and black pain and black culture. All this shit that y'all talking about, like that's most of the movies like that. They're all—it's the same, same exact. That's plot. look. That's why I watch anime. All anime movies. Oh love. Hey, look, look, nigga! I ain't talking about the, the butterflies this time. Thank hey, God. Oh, um, you need to find peace within yourself. I mean, of course, my thing of it is, it's like this. If I could change anything, let's stop acting like the better option is the white man. Because at the end of the day, you, you find out that the white man is cheating on his wife. You yeah. just a side piece. And he ain't finna leave, bro. Hell nah, she gonna, you know what's gonna happen to her. She gonna, gonna jump for dumb eyes. Okay, and that's where we ended right there. Yes, uh, I'm just saying, cause like, bro, come on now. Um, like th- 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 that's like black kids in school getting bullied, nigga. Like we ain't about course. to go and shoot the school. What we gonna do? We gonna in our own self type shit, which they say, but it's just like that's how it is type shit. Um, true, Jay Marley. You said you wanted to have the last question. Oh fuck. God damn, I mean, I write a brand new PA this last question. That's your bitch ass up, second, and then damn. I say something when he over talking about murder and Jeffrey Dahmer and shit. What the fuck you talking about? Hey, nigga, that's what they do. <laughs> nigga, on the news, when a white man. Hold on, man. I want to hear question. What you do? He knocked their ass off. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. You know I ain't wrong. fucking retarded. Come on. Yeah. Come on. And this is why fat is not allowed around company. But yeah. Don't worry about it. I know you say it, nigga. I don't got power driving. <laughs> oh my God. Go ahead. Just be ready when I get over there because I'm going to be ready. All that damn driving I got to do. Oh, you better be ready. <laughs> oh my God. Hey, man. And like they say I'm taking, nigga. Good luck. You gonna have to Look, I'll, I'll make sure I get a hotel the night before I make man, it. Man, y'all don't need this damn question. Come on. <laughs> this clown over here keep talking shit. You over here. He ain't playing. I apologize. Oh, you know, we're blues, taking a long time. It's all good, man. It's all good. We chilling. It's we some chillin'. assholes over here. It's so Pure assholes. Oh, the question is, do y'all smoke weed? 
Man, get your ass out. Man, mute your mic. Mute your mic right now. I do. I got the 10 for the five. <laughs> yeah, Mark, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. You, you are going to jail, sir. Whoever listened to this, you going to jail, okay? Every time you do a drug deal live on TV, across state lines and everything, just not damn hustle, man. Hey, yo, chief, I got the ten forty-five, man. Come on now. FBI, open up. <laughs> All right, come on, come on. Anyway, back to the question was we um we uh chopped this up in a shop uh, that I work in, whatever or something, was <clears throat> it's not my second podcast. Shut the hell up. Why is smashing the group uh, accomplishment for guys, but it's, uh, if a girl run through a crew, they get shamed for it. Or something like that. I mean, because we already know the, the common double standards. Of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a man get a bunch of women, he is a pimp. If a woman get a bunch of niggas, she got a lot of bodies. She's a hoe, you know? I didn't make the rules. I just go by them. <laughs> I mean, just not wrong. Both running you know, through the same crew. It's, 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 it's the old saying, you know, a woman can have sex with who she can. A man has sex with who he, he uh, no, a woman has no, sex No, no, no. A woman has sex with who she can. Excuse me. Y'all yeah. that up, but. Yeah. You know how to go and f up some shit, huh? Yeah, you boss. Hey. Oh, you did good there uh, in the music, but it gotta come out at least yeah. once. Um, I mean, honestly, honestly, <clears throat> yeah, I get. You know, if we really want to view it, then they both hoes. But then, yeah. in actuality, let's look at the act of six. In the act of six, I mean, kind of goes into that cheating question they asked earlier. It's like when a man is cheating and sleeping with a woman, he's conquering that woman, right? Physically, yeah. Physically, he's conquering her. Now, the woman, on a spiritual level, it's like she's allowing, you know, herself to choose up and be conquered by this man. That's why a man has a tougher time of even viewing the woman that he confided and put all that trust in in the same light again, because if she been doing some down and dirty shit to him, he only imagining what she did to the outside nigga that he has nothing, no clue about that he ended up finding out about. So that's why it's kind of like that double standard shit where it's like, yeah, I can see both sides saying, yeah, but it's wrong and, you know, we shouldn't be viewed as hoes or whatever, whatnot. But it's just, it's just the way it is. If you look at the act of sex, it's like Women are viewed of doing more nastier shit in the bed than men, except for fun. So, uh, yeah, true, <laughs> goddamn right. I, I think, um, I think men we know how to differentiate. We can just smash and not catch feelings. Like we know how to, we can do it and go back home to our girl with a smile on our face. I act like nothing happened. She guys, guys, no, the girls they fucking when they cheating, they you, nine times out of ten they actually like the nigga, and most guys know that. Like most guys know, like when a girl cheating, a girl steps out the door on her man, it's because she really has an emotional attachment to that dude. Most guys, we can just we there's there are some girls that can do that, like you just said. There's all there are some girls. girls. It's a petty beef or whatever. Like I heard, like in the scenario where uh, this came from, whatever, it was a girl getting back her uh, sleeping with one of her friends' uh, s's out of spite or whatever. So petty bullshit or whatever, and then they're like connection type thing. So it can be. Just as just simple as this one that 
be petty as well, just like with us. Yeah, but I feel like when a girl cheats, it's, it's more of an emotional attachment to the guy that she's cheating with. Guys, we don't, we don't, we usually know how to differentiate that. We know how to, we know how to fucking, we just, oh, this just my side bitch. I'm not, I'm not gonna leave my fucking main girl for you. That's usually how niggas right. operate. And usually we want, we want our cake and eat it too. We doing the shit, but if the girl do it to us, we gonna fucking, we gonna get ready to kill somebody. Cause we just, it's just how men are. Sometimes we just not fair in certain, in certain that's aspects. Nice. That's, that's one of, yeah, that's one of the main things we're not fair about. Cause I feel the same. It's just way. that double, that double standard. Yeah, it's always yeah. present. It's a huge double standard. It's, yeah, it's wrong, but that's just how we are. All right, we didn't make the rules. We just, you know, we young niggas. Yeah. We just go by them. Shit, keep it pimping, pimping, you know? So, yeah, yeah that's facts. Mark? Yeah. Like I said, I was just looking, searching for everybody else's answer on it, like, <laughs> like, as far as, the, like, uh, in the shop or whatever. Um, Like you said, uh, like, Brennan and his own, we, we uh, just... Chalked it up to like uh, deep rooted, like uh, double <clears throat> type things going on in the shop. Cause we was like, if you just look at it for person for person, it's the same thing instantly. The only thing that's changed is the sets of the person to where we uh, change our views on the action. But both yeah. persons are doing the same thing. But yeah. True. True. Okay. Okay. Well, that concludes the love, Dr. Segway, the love connection. Uh, we moving to the final segue of the show. It's called Get It Off Your Chest. I've been actually waiting on this segue all mother in show. Um, if y'all don't mind, can I kick it off? Go ahead, my man. <laughs> first, and for, first and foremost, to the viewers, you know, go out and watch the legends at work. You know what I'm saying? Go watch them. You know what I'm saying? They they are they are on the show, but let's get it, let's get it understood they talk about just as much as real shit as we do p and brandon come on now come on now social junkies come on now don't 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 misconstrue the fact that you know i, I feel like they reserved the day because that last show they had oh they was going in <laughs> yeah they was going in yeah uh, see see funny. let me tell you what, what got me instantly here it is kim kardashian oh okay yeah 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 <laughs> $200,000 for child support. Ain't it four kids? I'm just wanting to make yeah. sure. Yeah, four it's four kids. kids. Yeah. It's 50 G's each. Yeah, pretty much. What, chill, what child needs 50 G's every month to support themselves? When the mama is worth a billy and the daddy might not be worth a billy no more because, you know. Yeah, have, yeah. But he still got M's in the bank account. Like, why? Why is he even paying child support? Yeah, that's that's the type of greed they spoke about in the Bible. It's just greed, bro. That's all it is. That's all it is. He's a man. man. That's why, bro. End of the day, a man, right? According to society, they're gonna make you pay regardless if you're a good fit parent or not, man. They're gonna make you some way or not. You know, whether you be a woman or you be a bad parent, man. Some somehow, somewhere, a man has to pay. It's just down. It don't. It just don't make no sense. A lot of things it, it in society, really it just don't make any sense. No, it's not logical in any sense. Relationships, in a sense, is not logical. So <laughs> it's just, it's just. I guess it's just the way that we accept things to be. You know, it's just it don't. It just really don't make sense. So this is including alimony. I don't know. Mm, I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't, think, I don't know if it's that on top. I think that's separate. Yeah. Oh my fuck, man! Ain't no way. 
Ain't no way. And, and, and the crazy part is they signed a prenup. I thought that was, you know, going to help him out and be in the clear. Nope. He still ended up having to pay Buku's of money. So, yeah, because child support, that's that's excluded. That's excluded out of a prenup. That's just mainly for the children. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. child support, I mean, prenup is more so about assets and all that type of shit coming into the relationship. Right. <clears throat> but yeah, it's fucked up. It's fucked up because that's over a million dollars a year just in child support. I think it's over two million a year. Yeah, it's two point four million a year. Yeah, so. Hey man, didn't did nobody make him shoot that crowded club up, man? He I don't know why the fuck. I don't know why the fuck he did that. that I'm, why would you have kids with Kim Kardashian? I I've never understand. See that this nigga is crazy. So why? Lots of good questions. That's true. Damn, I'm serious, boy. Uh, you know, that's what I just wanted to get off my chest. Like that, that, that segue stuck with me from the moment I, I said, "Yo, two hundred fucking thousand dollars for children." Yeah, two hundred children. You can't, make it, it, you can't make it make sense. It ain't gonna make sense. <laughs> you can't make it make. Sense. If that's the case, I'm gonna fight for custody so I can get their little asses so she can pay me. The fuck? Yeah, what you gonna lose? Society, this, yeah, the society we live in, that's not happening. I was just talking exactly. to my girl about that the other day. It's like, if, if I break up with my girl, she getting both of the kids, which is fucked up. And I'm always there for my kids. That's the reality of the society we live in. It's always catered to the mother. The only way the mother ain't getting custody is if she dead in jail or on drugs. And that's why I don't got kids now, because I, I, yep. I, I used to always tell every person I was trying to get a kid with, um, you ain't keeping my kid. I don't give a fuck what you think or what you have up in your head. But uh, Man, if, if I'm if I'm having a kid, I promise you, they I have no problem spending that bread to get the lawyers and every goddamn thing because I'm that's gonna be mine regardless. I don't give a fuck. So I'm happy I don't have a kid because I ain't stayed with not one of them bitches yet. So hey, you know. true, true, true. Okay, anybody else get it off your chest? Yeah, um, yeah, hey, I'm on, hold on, hold on, hey, on that statement right there, bro. <laughs> look, see, I ain't talked to my girl. She was like, see, I'm getting them. She said, she said she need her break. So, so, so she, she know you gonna be out there doing the most, yeah. So she just nah, like, it's okay, nah, it's okay, cause you know, she just give me, take me child support. Oh my goodness! Ooh, fucking retarded. That's fine. Man. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine with me. So I'm, I'm going to the judge. I'm like, bro, man, look, she got all this money, man. Like, she got like twenty thousand dollars a week. I'll be real quick with mine, man. I just want to convey this to anybody, man, that's out there on this marathon called life. You trying to get the bag, whatever you're doing. Hopefully legal. Hopefully legal. Um, man, make sure you're getting your rest, man. You'll be so caught. Why up you had to say that twice? What you talking about? He's talking about legal. You had to say that twice. Oh, Lord. Oh. I, I thought I said it once, fat. Now leave me alone. Oh, Lord. Shit, but nah, man, make sure you're getting your rest, man. Rest is just as central as uh, getting up and grinding, man, you know. Tell me about it. Shit. You know, healthy, healthy body, healthy mind go hand in hand, so... You can't do the things you want to if you're unhealthy and your body speed down. So, man, please, please uh, get your rest when needed. It's funny you talk about health tips and you're an alcoholic, but go ahead. <laughs> okay, see, I don't like that term. Oh, um, I, I, fuck, I, I, I ain't trying to get, you know, so political and, you know, up into my shit, but these are the 
times that I just got to call out a lot, a lot of shit that I always call out. But um, I'm just gonna um, put out a couple of places: um, Memphis, Tennessee, Clinton, Indiana, uh, Lumberton, North Carolina, Paul, Louisiana, fucking um, Orlando, Florida, Raymond, Mississippi. Fucking Seattle, Washington. Um, that's just been within like a month of of all schools that have been a victim of j- just like a mass shooting. Honestly, so um, kind of tired of having this like constantly talk about this shit. But all these sixteen year olds, fifteen year olds, seventeen year olds, or whatever, like. As a as a fucking community, as a fucking group or whatever, people need to understand that like um we need to tighten up our fucking gun laws, honestly, because uh people at 15, 16 shouldn't be having no fucking ARs, no damn AKs, no fucking <laughs> shotguns. It it, it it just shouldn't be happening, especially with the climate of just nonstop harassment that always happened up on the internet. Like, that's going to fucking happen. It's going to be nonstop bullying and fucking harassment. So, can we please, like, do something to try to stop this? Um, Joe Biden loved to put a lot of um, resources towards a lot of shit that, that I would say is not the main objective, but please um, just take a fucking look into all these fucking mass shootings that doesn't happen within a month or two, honestly. Like, please. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, look, my thing is, like, how y'all think the world would be if we had no guns? It's just like the old days, like swords and shields and shit. <laughs> okay, moving on. Um, Marley, Marley, drive by with a ride shield type shit. Marley. Marlon covered all the shootings. Most of them, like I said, there's a few uh, overseas that happened. As always, unfortunately. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, one of my articles, one was positive, one was just clowning on somebody. I wanted to clown on was uh, Jalen Brown was about his confusion. It's been it's some weeks old now at this point, but I wasn't on the show a couple weeks ago, but. My man over here confusing the black Israelites for for the Meg <laughs> for Q dogs and they yeah. smart. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that shit happened. Yeah, that happened. Wow. This nigga oh. smart. He over here thought that those black Israelites out there at Brooklyn was the Q dogs unified. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the purple hey. threw him off. I think the hey. purple hey. threw him off. Hey, hey, if my if my boy wanna stomp the yard, damn it, let him stomp the yard. Don't don't take that away from him. He should have told that to his friends group chat said they could have helped him instead of putting it on social media for everybody. Oh my god. Just no comment. No comment. <laughs> nope. uh, um in a then the positive story, uh this shit is actually uh we talked about this earlier. You was talking about uh uh, us helping our own community and uh, putting back in our community like the Black Wall Street days and stuff like that. And I came across a story about um, this family in our neck of the woods, actually in Oak Grove, Hasbury and shit, uh, bought up a bunch of shopping malls and stuff. And yeah. I'm trying to do like, uh, it was a seven figure deal 
and trying to make the modern day uh black wall street uh like type society where it was like black owned banks uh a bunch of like financial stuff and all that kind of stuff and all that so it's happening backyard so i'm like shout out to that family i'm hoping wishing all growth and prosperity with that for sure for sure and then this thoroughly uh the war that everybody forgot about uh the ukraine and russian war totaled i heard uh injuries uh plus death almost infected like two thousand people's life over here two hundred thousand people life uh ruined and changed forever over a senseless war so it might not be on the timeline anymore but people are still getting impacted by it so it's crazy all right all right thank you jay Molly. uh p and brandon so what is what is this segment like we just we, we just pretty oh much just get anything. it off your chest whatever yeah, anything if you ain't got nothing like we all talk about news article and stuff like that right. yeah well we we just did our episode the other day so it's not really much news articles that we have but one thing i will say to people listening is we all go through shit man that's that's the conversation that me and my niggas we have all the time when i talk to dudes on the phone because we got a me and brandon got a friend in new york that we talk to all the time but everybody going through something man no matter what you, no matter what, how bad you think you got it, everybody going through something, dog. Everybody think that, uh, that's one thing, uh, what Bob Marley said, every man think his burden is the heaviest. Every, everybody, somebody always out there got it worse than you. And I know that uh, a lot of people go through shit, whether it be relationship shit, job shit, money struggles, whatever it may be, man. But just know that the storm don't last forever. Like, it's at some point, the storm will come to an end, man. So I just want people to know that. Because there's a lot of people committing suicide every single fucking day. Every day. Just from the, the weight of the world, school. A bitch left them. They bitch cheated. They man cheated. Kids got taken away. As people that's all, that's going through something, it's, and everybody always got somebody always got a worse than you, man. So my main thing is that I want to say just the storm don't last forever, man. As long as you got something that you looking forward to, uh, something that you um aspiring to be, something you aspiring to do, goals, dreams, just keep a positive mindset every single day. It's a process, but keep a positive mindset every single day, and just know that the storm don't last forever, man. And just know that. If you keep faith, God, that's the number one thing. I was talking to my girl the other day. She was asking me, like, who I love the most in my life. And she was telling me that God should always be number one, regardless of who you, you can say your mama, your girl, your kids. God right. should always be number one. As long as you keep faith, keep striving, guys, because I know it's, it's hard, man. Everybody got something that they're trying to do and accomplish. Just keep striving, man. That's the main thing, because I, I love I love hearing motivational shit from a, who, whoever it may be. So, as one, if it's one thing you take from this whole podcast, man, keep fucking going, keep going, because the storm don't last forever. That's all I want to say. Uh, mainly for me, I think a big thing is uh, a lot of people when they go through, just like he's saying, go through certain things, they won't really look at it as this stuff is temporary. But at the end of the day, you got to think about it like as God is kind of tri- you know testing. A lot of these tests, he's just testing you to see what, if you're ready for the next, next, you know, the next task that he may present you at hand, man. And a lot of people, they don't really, they succumb to to failing the task. So, and me, I, I feel like I'm a I'm a prime example because I've I've went through and struggled a lot in these last past few years of putting a lot of stuff in the back burner as far as goals, in order to to try to transition to to accomplish one big goal right now, and now. 
coming up this year, it's going to be, you know, it's going to come to fruition. But if I didn't stick with it and then go through all these tasks, I wouldn't have realized it. So it's kind of really, you really just got to keep faith and just keep on pushing forward. You can't just say, man, this shit is just too hard, man. I'm going to give up. Because to be honest, at the end of the day, you might be missing on your blessing. So it really kind of just going hand in hand with, with peace. And man, you really just got to count what you're doing as a, as a trial and just kind of weather storm. Because at the end of it, at the end of on the other side, it might be something that God is, is, is trying to bring you into, you know, to own um, so that it can be a part of your life. Real shit. Real sh- hey, hey man, hey man. I thought I was the only one that, that speak that deep shit, but hey, y'all. <laughs> hey, I appreciate that. I wasn't hey, expecting that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 man. It's all good. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's stuff we learn as we get as we get it's stuff that I think you should learn as you get older because I think once you once we move out that like like how, how old we are right now, we're in our late, you know, late 20s or early 30s, whatever it may be. If difference now to how you are now is nothing to compare to how you were when you was 18, 15, Absolutely. or 20. Your, right. your mentality should always advance and you should always be thinking about this kind of stuff when you because it needs to be th- thought about, you know, you're not the same dumb person or uh you know ignorant person when you was, you know, when you were well younger, younger men, right? So now right. we gotta start right. thinking about things a different way. Right. Yeah. Real talk. Man, I hate this show yeah. ending. <laughs> I hate this show ending because shit, man. I done, hey, hey, this was hey. Anytime we can get anytime we can get fat on the show, we guess, guess. Hey man, it's a good ass <laughs> show, man. It's a great <laughs> ass show. Yeah, guess what? Guess what? Look, look, look. All this work, guess what? Bunch shit stopped working a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, this is recorded, fam. I'm gonna I'm keep it oh, all 100, man. Like, share, comment, and subscribe to the Please. platform. Make sure, make sure you subscribe to Social Junkies. Oh, God. These guys, hey, hey, these uh, guys, legends, legends. Not to cut you off, just man, before you uh, get on off, man, make, go ahead and plug all your platforms, man. Let me know what you Hell got. yeah, bro. Hell yeah, man. We first of all, we appreciate y'all having us, man. This is a hell of yeah, a great conversation, man. We yeah. we really appreciate it. We'll come on anytime. Y'all are welcome. Um, anytime y'all, y'all want to jump on our shit, we'll figure some shit out. Um, but yeah, social junkie podcast. We're on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram at social junkie podcast. Like I said earlier, if you want to send us a QA question, hit the uh the link, the link tree link in our bio and uh go down to the anonymous QA sender and you can send a QA question, man. Uh, we drop episodes every single week. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud is our audio episodes. And then we have YouTube episodes that come out with the video a couple days after audio. It's every week podcast. Episode 160 is going to be uh, next week coming up. Uh, me and Brandon, we usually have guests from time to time that come on to the show. But uh, we talk everything sports, trending shit, Q&A segment. Uh, we do a Would You Rather segment from time to time. Talk about a lot of shit, current event shit going on, man. So we'd appreciate it, man. Definitely fuck with these guys right here, man. We appreciate yeah. y'all. Social junkie we definitely podcast. appreciate y'all having us Bro, on, sh- on, on, on y'all. We coming on the show. We coming on the show. We're yeah. going to be a little ghetto, but we're going to make it work. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We can, de- we, we, we can definitely figure that shit yeah, out. We can make that sure. happen, yeah. For sure. We appreciate y'all, man. This hey. shit was dope, man. Yeah. This shit was really dope. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. man. I, I, I I'm happy to be on the show, man. I enjoy. So, Fred, what you say? I'm happy to be on the show, man.
Oh, I keep, I'm gonna tell you what's throwing me out. This little fucking hand you got on this damn thing is really. Oh, bro, look, I had that shit raised a long time ago. I tried to ask a question. Oh, no, look, 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 bro, I tried to ask a question a while back, bro. And That's what I thought he was no, doing. Like, on that note, on that note, if you're new to this, <laughs> welcome. If you're true to this, you already know what I'm about to say. We're gonna leave it like this Tough times don't last. But tough people do. And you know that note? We are the fam. I'm, I'm just saying for 48. Shout out to Social Junkies. Them boy, hey, them legends. Legends. Appreciate y'all, man. Legends. Absolutely. Go check them out. We about this thing. Until next time. Yes, sir.